The Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event is going on now. With everything you need to let the savings flow. Like the Moen Genta 4-inch faucet in brush nickel finish for just 99 bucks. It combines a contemporary modern design with a spot-resistant finish for a beautifully clean look in your bathroom. Today is the day for doing and stylish updates at the Home Depot Days of Doing Bath and Kitchen event going on now. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. Offer valid through October 5th while supplies last. Get to Old Navy. Right now, jeans, tees, and dresses for the family are on sale for up to 50% off. Jeans start at just $15 for adults and $10 for kids. Hurry in now for amazing styles at amazing prices. Up to 50% off jeans, tees, and dresses. And save even more when you redeem your super cash now through Sunday. Get there fast. These deals won't last long. End Sunday at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid July 20th through July 28th. Select styles only. The Masters is back. Stream all four days from Augusta and get every second of... Big swinging, glorious setting, career besting, water splashing, record breaking, tiger taming, Rory winning, maybe, eagle making, green jacketing, golf glory you could ask for. Grab a Now TV Sky Sports Week Pass and watch all four days of the Masters for just 15 euro. Search Now TV today. Content streamed via the internet, full terms at nowtv.com. People have gathered around ideas since the beginning of time. Each successful collaboration pushing innovation forward, building a stronger future. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have combined decades of experience to create an even better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders. Encircling businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Tony Bruno Show. Beautiful. Beautiful. On the all-new TonyBrunoShow.com. Rental discretion is advised. You know what they think? The man chosen to save American radio from its horrible future. Now, here he is. Oh, yeah! It's like family. It's, it's like, like being family. in the Olive Garden. Yeah. You guys are just like family. He didn't invent radio. He just perfected it. I'm innocent. What's the name of that place? Big Packers. I want full cavity searches. Everyone, go deep on it. The godfather of sports radio. It okay. is a final. Here is. You got a big one in there? Tony and Bruno. Tony and Bruno. You are looking live at Radio Row on the first crazy day of the week. We've been here since Sunday. I'm already worn out, but that's because I'm old. And uh, this is my 29th Super Bowl. That's why I'm worn out. But I know I, I love doing this. And it's Tony Bruno live all over the world. We want to thank everybody for joining us. Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope. Where else, Miss Robin? Um, 
Periscope, YouTube, you mentioned Facebook Live. And Radio Free Europe, I think, <laughs> uh, the Soviet <laughs> News then, Agency, TASS. The pod, if you can't watch it live, you can always listen to the podcast. Exactly. That's afterwards. the great thing about digital media. Speaking of digital media, we'll get right underway because we have a great show today, and we're going to go. We may go 24 hours. We may not stop this show. We've got so much action I planned. Can't prove that. Can you prove it? I can't approve that. You can't approve that. <laughs> I cannot. No, you don't have to be here for 24 oh, hours. I'm, I can do 18, but can you do 18? Hours tough. Well, you guys are young. Yeah, we are. Joining us right now, ladies and gentlemen, they are a YouTube internet sensation. They, they just signed for their second season on Nickelodeon. In fact, Nick, Nick Sports is right behind us here on Radio Row. They are. Which we've all been saying was really, really appropriate for Tony to be around the kids' section. Yeah, because yeah. I love SpongeBob. I'm a big Nickelodeon. <laughs> Nick, I'm a Nick Jr. fan, yes. too. Not only do I watch yeah. regular Nickelodeon, Nick Jr., I, it helps me relax. We're all you know kids I mean? at heart. Exactly. Now, these guys are known as Dude Perfect. It's not just one guy who's Dude Perfect. It's five guys who went to school together at Texas A&M, right? Yep. And, then, and you guys do all kinds of extremes, trick shots and crazy stuff. And you have, what, 26 billion views? Is that right? Yeah. Close. It's a lot. It is a lot. Well, hold that mic over there now. You guys are on TV. Yeah. Now, we have the twins. We have Cody and, Co and uh, Corey Cotton. Right, and then there's five guys, and there's Cody Jones, yep. which yep. is you, yep. and then there's Garrett Hilbert and Tyler Tony. Yes, sir. And those guys are somewhere else because at least five of you can split up and do all these radio and TV nice interviews. Yeah. Exactly. So who came up with it? Because you guys all played ball. You were all basketball players, right? We did. We dabbled. You know, we played in high school. Pretty fun. Um, Cody and us still debate. He went to a large public high school, and Cor and I went to a smaller private school. And we each were fortunate enough to win the state championship. And there's still a big debate on whose team would have beat the other. My one. ring's just a little bit bigger because yeah, it's five A Texas is. State Championship. You know, no, I don't even know why I took us down that road. Yeah, yeah that's hey. the Hurt Museum right there. But you guys are pretty short. The twins are short. Yeah, I, they would not have made my squad. Right now. <laughs> I don't know, Had to be this tall I don't to ride. Know. ride. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> so, obviously, the Internet's blowing up. So, you, when did this whole idea of Dude Perfect and extreme sports and trick shots, how did this all come about? Yeah, we were all roommates at Texas A&M, and one day we decided to make some shots in the backyard, and we filmed it, and then we looked at the footage, we're like, this is kind of interesting. So, we put it up on YouTube, and it exploded, and we kept doing it and kept doing it, and then eight years later, here we are, hanging out with you guys. So now, the stuff that we've seen over the years, guys like at the top of stadiums, and yep. that's you guys. You guys started that phenomenon. Now everybody's trying to do it, right? They are. They are. Now, how many, because people would always criticize, and you know, you, you, you heard totally. it. Oh, yeah, how many takes did it take for you to drop that one from the top deck to get it to go through the hoop from way up? I mean, obviously, you didn't do it on the first shot, right? You know. Yeah, every time. Every sure. single time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish that was the case. Uh, I don't think it's as bad as some people think. And what seems to happen is some of the harder shots that we assume are going to take a long time sometimes go quicker, and some of the easier ones take a little bit longer. Cody recently, tall guy here, uh, we were trying to break some basketball world records, and so we set Cody up far into the court, full court, blindfolded him, essentially full court blindfolded, world's longest blindfolded shot, and he splashed it on his very first try. Wow. Of course, he didn't believe us because he had a blindfold on. He thought we were pranking him, but it was real. So it, sometimes it's the ones that, that you think are going to take a long time that go pretty quick. Now, I was just watching Outrageous Acts of Science. You ever see that show? And one of the, uh, one of the Harlem Globetrotters did a thing in New Jersey on one of the piers where he was on one of those, you release the, uh, 
the bungee thing, and you go down and up, and then he dropped the shot, and it went right through the hoop way below. But, but at the top of the arc is when you're pretty much stationary, and he threw the shot down and it went right through the hoop. Now, you've seen that, right? We have. Now, how come you guys haven't been on Outrageous Acts of Science? That's a great question. Yeah, I don't know that we've been invited on that. Yeah. If you, you should y'all be. are listening, yeah. just let us know. Tony, That's it's funny. We, we keep trading world records with the Globetrotters, and I think realistically... <laughs> It's because only them and us really have time to go out in there and, and spend your time trying to break basketball world records. So we set a few, then they broke it. We were bitter, so we went out and tried to re-break yeah. them, and it's, it's a saga that will continue. It will continue forever. So now, so you've done pretty much every – are there shots that, that haven't been thought of yet? I mean, oh, yeah. what's next? Other oh, than, yeah. like, risking your life type, type stuff. Hey, we're, we're not opposed to that. Uh, I think, <laughs> you know, the riskier gets, the better the shots. Your Sky parents are edition. so proud. Yeah, parents, <laughs> wives, and kids would probably appreciate <laughs> us to, to back that down. Good life insurance policy. My wife's set up for life if I go down, so we're good. <laughs> now, you guys have, like, a 25,000-square-foot facility, right, where you do all this crazy stuff indoors in controlled environments, but you do a lot of stuff outside too, right? We do. Yeah, we, uh, we're pretty pumped. We opened, the first one was DPHQ, Duperva Headquarters, and that was a couple years ago. And uh, a few months back, we launched the, the new uh, headquarters and office on YouTube, and it's been really fun to see what people think, but it's a blast. And like that's in said, Frisco, Texas, right? Because I, I saw you were Cowboy fans, and I was going to give you some... Some not, but you're Bring from it. there. What you got for me? No, I'm a what Philly guy. Oh so. my! Why are we even? Oh my gosh! This is insane. This is. And you know the Philly and the cowboy rivalry oh, thing. I'm aware. And so when I saw you were cowboy fans, but I said, yeah, I'll cut you some slack because you're from Frisco, Texas, yep. right outside of Dallas. I was born in Dallas. Now, were you a cowboy fan when they were bad? So that's all I've known. So I was five <laughs> when we won our last Super Bowl. So for me, like I've known the Quincy Carter, Vinny Testaverde, Drew Bledsoe, just the the years of just mediocre, just mediocrity. And so finally, we have some hope this year. And you know, I, it was disappointing end, but I think the next decade looks. looks no, great. I totally agree. And I was there in Super Bowl Triple X in, in in Scottsdale, Arizona, down in Tempe, awesome. the last time the Cowboys were there when they won. And and those guys are all my friends, Troy and Michael Irvin and Jay Novacek. I mean, how can you hate that team? Yeah, and now you have the building of, of another potential dynasty here with this club. I'm excited. I'm excited. The future is bright. We're all young. Uh, and, and Philly's going down. So Well, no, they're going up. Carson <laughs> Wentz is pretty good, though. They got, they I mean, got a young quarterback that's now. And that's true. what you got to have. You, you have mentioned have the, you know, when you have a parade of quarterbacks and you can try to find that one guy. Yep. And Carson Wentz, hopefully, just like Dak Prescott, you hope they're the next generation of superstar quarterbacks he, in this league. might be. So now what's next for you guys? Now you're going to have a big special coming up, right, on Super Bowl Sunday. What's it going to be called? Yeah, we're excited about that. So we're here with Nickelodeon. Um, two things on that. So we have a, a, a TV show called The Dude Perfect Show. Right, season two season coming two, up this yeah. summer, right? So that just got signed. We're really pumped about that, and that will be coming out sometime this summer, unreleased time right now. Um, but you're, you're correct. We're here hanging out with some of the different athletes and doing a challenge that's going to be aired on Nickelodeon on, at noon. And um, Nick Cannon's going to host that, right? Nick, Nick Cannon is hosting. Nick so Cannon we're hosts about everything that. now. He does. He really does. Everything that Steve Seacrest, Harvey doesn't everywhere. do. And Ryan Seacrest. Yep. There's three guys who host everything. They cover it all. Ryan Seacrest, Nick Cannon, and Steve Harvey. Yep. 100%. And if those guys aren't available... They never ask me, even though I've done Madden, I've done the Madden video games, I've done a lot of different stuff in my career. I bet you're number four on the list. Yeah, about 4,400. Well, there's so many people here, they can get anybody here. Uh, Anyway, so this is coming up Sunday, and the Dude Perfect, but now you can see the Dude Perfect Season 1, right, online? You can, oh, absolutely. Where do you go now? Where do you go? Nickelodeon.com? iTunes. iTunes? 
What's the channel on iTunes now? It's your the Dude Perfect the channel, Dude right? Perfect show. So if I log on to Dude Perfect right now, how many videos will be available for me to watch? Got about 180 videos that will take up as much time as you or the, all the random people that watch it are willing to give to it. Yep. Now, with six point, uh, what, 2.6 billion views, what's the number one? Is there one that's like way above? Or are they all pretty much evenly spread out now? Pretty, there's, a, there's, like the, there's 10 that I'd say are like above 50 million, and, and those are really good videos. And then everything kind of averages out to be about 12 million views each. Have you ever put a video up and there's only like 200 views and you say, what are we doing? <laughs> you know, sometimes you'd, you'd like that. You're not too proud of some of them. But no, I mean, they've all done really, really well. Well, guys, it's great to have you on the show, man. Thanks I'm really, for having us. I'm impressed by that stuff, man. I love now, that I stuff. I mean, and, and I have to say, my kids, they're, they're 23 and 24 now, but nice. they grew up with a whole Nickelodeon, Super Sloppy, yes. Double Dare us days. Too. And um, Mark... Um, Mark Summers is Summers our buddy. Is a, he lives is a really in Philly. a really good friend of ours. We started the whole sliming and Double Dare craze <laughs> back in the day. So they're, they're very jealous that we're meeting you. And, and, uh, Will there be any sliming on the show? On I, I got to tell you, I am getting slimed today, and well, I am no. pretty pumped about it. It's a real honor. Now, my Son has gotten dream. slimed, That's and they. Do, I'm just warning you. I don't know if they're going to do something oh different here, but they do not warm that stuff up. Oh, you know, you're just actually the FYI. second person to tell me that, and I am a little concerned about that. But once it gets actually, in the ears, there's no getting it's it out. Just part actually, of it, earlier in the week when I was had, I could have slimed you if I when I was coughing. Now oh, I'm getting better. Yeah. Oh, no, no, so I could have no. slimed you right here on the no, show, guys. <laughs> That's yeah, a I think generous you, offer. You would have been even more upset. You know what? We're really bummed because the uh, the package got delayed, but you are the perfect. Perfect demographic. Well, everybody is, but uh, for one of our sponsors, Joy Joy, Joy watches. watches. Are you familiar Have with you guys Joy Joy heard watches? Of them? They're like no. big in the, the silicone watch bands, and the head comes yeah. out, and you can replace it with all different bands. Oh, Surfers amazing. use them. We're going to get you some of those I'd for you guys, it. man. So we'll make sure it. to get. So your you'll be address. here the rest of the week, right? Yeah. We're waiting for the package to come from the Joy yeah. Joy Watch Company. Awesome stuff. Can't wait. You're going to love it, man. You can change the bands at all different size, love and the the the, uh, the actual watch unit comes out. And then you can put it in different bands of Count all different colors. We did them at the national championship game in, uh, in Tampa. Everybody loves it. And then we had all the houndstooth ones, so the Bama fans were wearing those. So they're That's really awesome. cool, interchangeable, good stuff. And you guys will love it, man. Yeah, I Thanks think for they coming. even have the blue and white stars for Cowboy oh. fans. Yes. Right now, so. Bang. How about them, Cowboys? <laughs> yes. Well, Cody, them? Cody, and Colby, thanks so much for coming yeah, on, man. man. Thank you so love much. Love this stuff, and it's a, it's a pleasure to meet you and an honor, man. Thanks, thanks so Tony. much. Appreciate it. There they are. Do it perfect, ladies and gentlemen. Catch them on Nickelodeon Season 2 coming up this summer. Super Bowl Sunday, the big event. It's called, I actually have the information here. It's called Nick Cannon hosted. It's the Slime Showdown at Super Bowl. Yes, and it will air Sunday, February 5th at noon on Nickelodeon, Nick Tunes, and Teen Nick. Yes, That's right. But what about Nick Jr.? Oh, he'll probably there. be there. Yeah, uh, who knows? Yeah. Will SpongeBob be there? I hope. Yeah, you know what? He might make an appearance. He's always got to see SpongeBob. Oh, He's always in our hearts. <laughs> that's the case. Tony will definitely be there. Oh, I'll be. I'll be there for any Nickelodeon <laughs> stuff. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Appreciate Take it. Care. There they are, dude. Perfect. Let me give them a roaring round of applause here. That sounds that's nice. A button. That's a button. Sounds really nice. The crowd here is going wild. No, you can sit down now. The guys are all right. See, I, they, they, people wanted you to do trick shots, but we don't have a twenty-five. We have a twenty-five square foot area. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks again. Thanks, Tony. There they are. Dude Perfect. How perfect is Dude Perfect? It's fantastic. Even when they're not perfect, they're perfect. Exactly. Dude. Well, Dude. you know what? While, while you are talking, I'm going to make sure to get their addresses so I can get yes, their... Yes, we got to get your information so we can send you the Joy Joy watches. Oh, yeah. So... And go to their website, first of all. Joy... And look at the stuff, seriously. And then uh, they're one of our sponsors, and uh, all of our guests get Joy Joy watches. You guys don't need reading glasses yet, so I'm not going to give you any of those on our thin optics, stuff that I wear. These are great, too. You wear them. Like when you go to a bar or a restaurant, you can't see the check. 
Instead of carrying a pair of glasses, you just slide them in your phone. Meanwhile, where did Andrew Siciliano go? Because I see Andrew, my old partner's here. It's like a reunion week for me at the Super Bowl, and all the people uh, checking in online and listening to us live on Facebook Live. I'm sure a lot of Dude Perfect fans. And Andrew Siciliano, he's, wal he's waltzing around there. Andrew, get over here, man. He's not going to blow me off for Yahoo Sports, is he? He's going to big time me now? My former partner at Fox Sports out in Los Angeles, and a man who is a Cleveland Brown fan, so don't, don't give him too much hate. We're going to have you sit over here, though. You got to sit in this camera here, a Andrew. We're going to throw the dude perfect guys out of the seat there, though, man. What's the matter with you guys? I thought you guys were quick and had good moves. Andrew Siciliano, ladies Knocking and gentlemen, joins us now. Did you just kick people out? Well, I mean, dude perfect, man. No, one yeah. guy's tall. Cody's really tall. The other guys are short, though. No, but you were done. Like, you're not, you're not. No, no, okay. no. I didn't throw them, no. Because you, you were you were just throwing them no, out. No, no, no. I didn't throw them out. They were great. <laughs> we gave them extent. We, you know, the great thing about this show? I don't have somebody saying, oh, my God, you're, you're five minutes over the break. I do whatever I want. I'm like Jack FM. I play whatever okay. I want on this show. Hold on. When was there ever a time when you didn't do whatever you want? <laughs> I mean, come on. But not with total control. I'm like general managers who get jobs in the NFL and get total control, right. except I'm not, get fired. I'm not getting fired from this job for failing because I fired myself because I'm the boss. Robin's the assistant boss, and then we do our thing. Look no. up here. We're, 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 we're going to do the selfie live. Ready? Look to the left of the phone, Tony. Which way? That way? This is great. This we're is on great. live. We're on live. We're taking pictures live. We're taking pictures and selfies live. We're on. You're right there. There's your camera. Andrew Siciliano, <laughs> you see him on the NFL Network. You hear him on Direct TV. See him on Direct TV. I mean, you're doing everything now, man. I I am just trying to stay out of trouble. That's from you. I learned it from you. <laughs> if you remember the old '80s PSA with the cigar box in the closet, from you, Dad. I learned it from you. Well, no, you learned yeah. it from your dad. Well, no, and then, but, the, but they're doing the 15 jobs. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Remember when you used to um, come in every day and go, why do you want to be the guy that has to have 19 jobs? <laughs> why do you want to be that guy? <laughs> I used to say that. <laughs> every now and then. Yeah, no, no. It's, listen, I, listen, God bless you, man. When, you, when I was in L.A., I had 19 jobs, too. I mean, it's L.A., you have to. Between the best damn <laughs> sports show and, you know, the Madden stuff. So, you know, L.A. is where it's all happening. Then I moved back to Philly, and I'm sick all the time. It's an outrage. Why? I don't know. About my family. No, my mom and my family and the dumb radio job that I took and shouldn't have. Should have stayed in L.A., man, and just hung out on Venice Beach and sold medicinal marijuana. For I was uh, walking up and down Venice Beach uh, a couple of nights ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I still love it, but every now and then you, you just hit a pocket of wackiness. You walk, anywhere you walk now, whether it's San Francisco or L.A., you don't smell cigarettes. Nobody smokes cigarettes. Everybody's smoking weed well, I'm everywhere. Not, I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying Venice has, has gotten so gentrified, yeah. as we do L.A. real estate talk here. <laughs> Venice has gotten so gentrified the last couple of years, but there are still so many parts of Venice where it's... Um, Bohemian. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Why, why, do you think I why do you think I bought a house there? I'm a bohemian kind of guy. Hey, Tony, I, yes. I hate to interrupt well, you. Well, we have breaking news? But we have very important business because you are so popular. They, they shot you. Uh -huh. and I have you, to sign a consent form? You have to sign a release form. Absolutely. I filled out all the rest. You just need will to I sign be, your name Will there. they be airing this on Nickelodeon? Oh, it's yeah, part, it's of, the part of the show. Will I be on Nick Jr. too? Because that's my favorite Nickelodeon channel. Nick Toons. <laughs> What's your favorite Nickelodeon show, Andrew? Uh, 
I, I you got to be a SpongeBob guy. I mean, come you on. You keep naming more. Yeah. Um, oh, the NFL. Uh, we used to have. Didn't we used to have an NFL cartoon on Nickelodeon? Yeah, I think we did. There was an NFL cartoon. We were you were you the no, voice of that? Oh, Bob <laughs> signing somebody else's <laughs> signature. I can't see. Let me get my. Uh, let me get my little glasses on here. Yeah, you need your thin optics thin glasses. Optics. Do you like these? These are great. You bought those for 99 cents at CVS. No, these no, are a great these item. Are awesome. Produced in Palo Alto, California. Robin bought these for me a couple years ago because she'd always say, where's your glasses? You know, you're in a restaurant. If you need reading glasses and it's dark and you can't see the menu. And, and then, then he would know. borrow mine and, you know, mine have like, they're pink or they have little rhinestones or something. So she on found them. these online and she bought them for me for Christmas a couple years ago. We started wearing them and the guy who runs the company listens to the show and he says, oh, yeah, that's great that you wear them. So we became, they became a sponsor and we give these, you don't need them though, right? You can, your vision's pretty no, good. My, right? my vision's awful. Sign right, the thing. Th All right, let me sign a consent <laughs> form here. Thin this optics. poor woman, she's working. Thin she's optics. By the way, thin optics I love their slogan, though, because it makes sense. It's exactly what it is. Thin optics. Never be without your reading glasses again. The stick anywhere, go everywhere, reading glasses. Thinoptics.com. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, no, you don't, you uh, don't uh, need that. Just up okay. there, Tony. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. See, that you can't do this on a real radio show. No, 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 no. You can't take selfies and sign release forms and consent forms. And then, Are you going to hold it? Oh, so you know who I am? My name, I, I have to have a name on my shirt so I remember who I am. And I hope you do, too. Thank you so much. <laughs> Andrews is sitting Now, what are you doing here this week? Uh, I am doing, I am hosting on NFL Network and NFL Now and the NFL Media Empire. I have the radio roast set over there. So, like, the players coming through, whether it's, we just had Chad Johnson, we had uh, Andre Johnson, we had uh, David Johnson. Oh, it's a Johnson Johnson family reunion, it, I think, right? Exactly. We <laughs> had uh, Shane Ray, we had, uh, who else this morning? Did uh, you have the, my, the, my great uh, Cam friend? Cam Jordan from the Saints. Oh, yeah. How yeah, about Jackie all, Slater, Hall of Famer, guys. whose son is the captain of the I, special teams? I did teams. not do Jackie. We have, some of them are outside, some of them are here, sometimes we're live, sometimes we're live online. I don't know. We have like 19 sets. Why weren't you at the media party last night? I did not even know about the media party. I landed at like 5 and then had dinner plans. Um, Whitney Merciless has yes. a brand new restaurant. Oh, he does? Um, Chris Shepard, who's like the most famous chef in Houston, he and Whitney Merciless opened up a brand new restaurant like last Thursday it opened. And so we went to that. How was it? Oh, Good. It was fantastic. Did you try the, uh, the veal? No, I did not. But Rhett Lewis and I shared a Two men could share a steak. A a thirty-two ounce. I mean, this thing was like this an entire cow. Well, we're they in Texas. A cow to the table. They do bring a cow to the table. Amazing. They butcher it. They butcher it right there. And as they're making the Caesar salad right yes. next to you, it was Molly the Moo Cow. Yeah, it's like yes. the side. You know, they have the yes. The, when they have the uh, the side when they make the, the Caesar salad table side. Yes. Now they make you know guac made table side, which is great. Do you ever have, because you live in L.A. and there's a lot of great guac out there. There's yes. a lot of great guac I'm here. I'm not the biggest guac fan. I like guac enough. You, Robin, you, you look at me like I have four you, I, I do. I, I mean, like guac. guac I'm not like, I don't go out of my no, way. No, like we, we went to Chipotle the other day because we were starving and we just got here. And it was a Chipotle right across the street from a hotel. So we went here because I wanted a little carnitas bowl, you know what right. I mean? Carnitas, por favor. Give me a little Don Francisco, though, because you always do the best job. Well, the, well, first, for You're the announcer Don, on... Don Francisco, Don Francisco, yes. was the uh, host, still legendary host, of uh, Sábado Gigante por Univision. Exactly. And uh, every <laughs> night he would do... So he, would, he, and he, he went from Spanish to English flawlessly. Exactly. Right? Or, or the guy, the other guy next to him, he did it. The, the, the announcer so, right? guy. And so he would say, like, Sábado 
Sábado Gigante es presentado por Lemon Fresh Tide. Right, hola y muy bienvenidos al show de Sábado Gigante. Es presentado esta noche por Lemon Fresh Tide. Exactly. No, that's funny stuff. I love, I love Woody Bijan. And we know we saw again the other night. Who's that? Since you always come in here late. Who? The great Inez Signs. Oh. Who we discovered I, at the 05 yes. Super Bowl in Miami. You discovered her. Brian Baldinger and I discovered her. You know that story. Baldy's. Baldy's good at that kind of thing. We we are we should be NFL scouts. Brian Baldinger is hands down the the world's most interesting former offensive lineman. Absolutely, that's what I call him. Absolutely. The world's most interesting former <laughs> offensive lineman. Brian Baldinger has, like, on an average, off week. In the off season, he's in like six different countries. I know. Like you ask me, hey, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I was uh, I was skiing the Alps with a uh, Bruce. And then Bruce, the one time I talked to him, Bruce Allen? No, no, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, Springsteen. Yeah, right. That's what he, he does. And he, went, he went to he went to Nepal and he went to he, he, he did Kilimanjaro. He did Kilimanjaro. He's the one who told me like how to do Kilimanjaro. Well, I, I finally hiked up the uh, Santa Monica Mountains once. Yeah. Did that. And then, of course, in Arizona, you go up to the rock there in, in Arizona. What's the hill there, Robin, in Scottsdale? Uh, ca- the Camelback. Camelback mm-hmm. Mountain. I used to do that, but now I'm old and I can't do that stuff anymore. You could get a chair and somebody could push you up there. No, no. I'm actually pretty active. I'm a senior, but I'm active, as Kenny Main once said on SportsCenter about golfers. Andrew Siciliano, and to this day, anytime I mention your name or people see you, they, they remember the show. In fact... Rich Dalrymple, the PR guy yes. for the Dallas Cowboys, the other night we saw him uh, over at the uh, media night, and he uh, and you know I've known Rich and you've known Rich forever, and he's been with the Cowboys forever. We, we've used him on the desk during the draft. Terrific yeah. guy, Pittsburgh native, Cowboy PR, and it's funny because you know I always used to bash the Cowboys, and though he said he says to me every time I see him, you know when you and Andrew when we go, I'd only have a ten minute drive from work to Valley Ranch, and. We listened every morning, and you guys were the best, and you cracked us up, and that Troy Aikman used to listen. We, and eat. we had fun, and we couldn't do – maybe it's a good thing. <laughs> we could not do that show anymore on radio. You're absolutely right. Because if you go back, and I'm not suggesting people go back and dig up, like the, the level of humor that was acceptable on the radio then before social media was vastly different than it is now. Yes. Now you know you know where it is acceptable. Where podcasts? Podcasts. Exactly. That's why people are exactly. tuning out and tuning into podcasts. Exactly. Although we we did it, we didn't do an uh, over the top, profane, and we're not no, like we're no, not like no, the no, bar no. stool oh, sports no, no, guys. No, 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 no. We, we just we, insane. No, 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 no. We weren't we weren't profane. We're but we were radio. professional radio people. That's the difference. Uh, talented broadcast professional exactly. or you were at least I, I was, no you were as well and again I'm not saying that night. listen all these bloggers and stuff were all it's like writers you know who used to decry the, the electronic media are now all in the electronic media because well, it's the everything place is be. the electronic exactly media. whether it's digital or audio all the bloggers who used to rip the radio guys are now on radio and have their own podcast and their own radio show so right. everybody wants to do this and you don't have to be a radio, per se, trained, professional, broadcast school graduate, or even go to the Newhouse School at Syracuse University, where 90% of the stinking people in the radio and TV have gone. Yeah, the mafia, the Robert Newhouse School. Robert, what did I call it? Yeah, the Robert Newhouse. You said Newhouse, but I just remember. Not Robert Newhouse, the the former cowboy Robert Newhouse, correct. Correct. That's what you would call it. Exactly. Way back in the day. Just to piss off the uh, Syracuse guys out there. There are enough of us. There are too many of you, actually. Exactly. Now, who's the latest uh, crop of Syracuse guys coming out of there now? Jeez. Younger guys that I don't know yet. Now, Kevin Burkhart's not a Syracuse guy, no, is he? No, Kevin isn't. I mean, there's like uh, 
By the way, great guy and a great broadcast. Yeah, One yeah, of the yeah. up and comers. Uh, uh, um, wow, you're stumping me. Um, Anish Sharaf on ESPN's a Syracuse. Guy. Oh, is it really? Um, Nick Wright. Now on FS1, right. Colin, he's a Syracuse guy from I, I Kansas City. I did not City. know that. Um, but see, they know all. Like, Syracuse guys all know one another. It's like a fraternity. I, I'm to the point now, I'm getting old enough where I don't know everyone. You don't? I, like, I am so far removed from it. Like, people send me their tapes and they ask for advice. I don't know what advice I could give. I mean... <laughs> The guys do, are women. Now, do women send you tapes still? Though? Remember when? You know who I saw? And of course, oh, remember? The, I got one for you. Go, go the ahead. The B. Andrew for a day contest, right? Uh, B. Andrew for a day, yeah. And now who, Peter, Peter Burns is on. Now like, Peter Burns is on the SEC right, network, which I'm happy for. And he was on, he won a contest on our radio show. The the one who sent me a tape years ago. You'll, you'll laugh at this. Do you watch The Bachelor? No, I hate I The Bachelor. Okay. There, there's a girl in The Bachelor. And Ashley. women, whenever I say I hate The Bachelor, I get all these nasty emails. From, I don't, you can watch The Bachelor, binge watch it 24-7. I don't care what you okay. watch. It's, I don't have to watch The Bachelor, okay? I don't, I, I don't watch it. I either. don't. Ashley, Ashley Einconsetti, okay? And she's from D.C., huge Giants fan. And years, years ago, not that, five years ago, she sent me a tape. Newhouse, Syracuse, want to get in the business, and whatever. We exchanged notes. I talked to her, never met her. She n- didn't go down that path. Somehow ended up on The Bachelor. And she did three years of The Bachelor. No. She is a Newhouse grad. And now she's trying to now reverse engineer it and get back into sports. And she's bright and she should get into sports. And yeah, because right. she, people know who she is right. now. So, so she's going to have an easy, there you go. Not There's that a Newhouse grad an easier entrance. But certainly when everybody knows you, more people know these people from shows, from reality shows. Exactly. And they do from... You know, be trying to work your way up the medium. We uh, just had Chad uh, Chad Johnson on NFL. Is Network. he Ocho Cinco he, still? Well, or no, is he's he now still? Chad Johnson. But he's not. He's I, not I Ocho didn't get at to all? the question. I, I wanted to ask, like, what's the next NFL reality show that hasn't been done? And it might be put all the crazy old wide receivers in a house. I like that. And it's have a great idea. Nah, she's not that good. But would you watch him, Randy Moss, T.O. and like? As Heinz Ward crazy, he's not crazy. You know what no, I'm saying. Put yeah. them all in a house. Or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, I will, I will watch that. This isn't funny. At least for one. Didn't didn't Chad Johnson and uh, and T.O. do a show a couple yeah, they years did, ago? I, think. I don't watch. People are going to hate. I don't watch reality TV. I don't either. I have like, my I'll own watch, reality uh, show. It's I'll, called My Life. Exactly. My I'll watch. Show. Uh, I don't know. What are you watching? I watch Science Channel at night. All I watch, That's is, what I watch. is uh Black Mirror, Orphan Black. Um, you have a black obsession right now? now? No, no, oh, stop okay. it. Um, Man of the High Castle. <laughs> what? Man of the High Castle. I've never even heard of that oh, one. You don't watch Amazing. like that. Uh, the the Young Pope on HBO. That's really. good. I heard good. that's really good. Um, I I haven't been able to watch that because I'm I'm afraid that Mama Bruno would like be really upset with me if I were watching that one. No, come on. Isn't does it, like, the Pope really have sex uh, in this? Is this I'm, like, I'm only three episodes in. I can't tell. Okay. You. Does, it, does the Pope have sex though? Is he? Is it like Caligula? No. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. no. It, it's it's Jude Law as a young American Pope who is the biggest. You know what? Honor. Not the Pope of Granite Village. That's no, a no, 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 guy. no, no, no. But good isn't movie. there like the previews show that he? There might be something. It might have been a dream sequence. I, yeah, but there's there's a lot of dream sequence kind of stuff. It's a really good show. I, just I heard thought, it's really good. Westworld was ridiculous. We love good that. or bad? Oh, so good. Yeah, we, we watched it because I was amazing. I saw the original movie, of course, back in the day. Way back in the day, which in I didn't even know existed until my dad said the same yeah, thing. Yeah, oh, and like Westworld was great. Yeah. It was Jewel Brenner, Richard yeah. Benjamin, right. all these people in it. And so, but it was, was he Jewel Brenner as a Western or was he Pharaoh? No, he was Jewel Brenner okay. as a as a gunslinger. Yeah, Wouldn't it be cool though if Pharaoh were in a Western? Oh, yeah, absolutely, Fa- absolutely. Now, 
you were mentioning this show idea with yes. a bunch of the uh, with the old players. Did you watch Better Late Than Never with um, William Shatner, Terry Bradshaw, George Foreman, and Henry Winkler? Not at all. It was awesome. I want to travel with those guys. I'm they sure went. It was great. They went all over the place. They started off in in Asia, Japan, or something, and um, you know they all have their little eccentricities. Yeah, because somebody paid him a lot of money to go travel the world and roll tape while I they're want, traveling the I world. I want a gig like that. <laughs> that was fantastic. I would love a gig like but that. I, think, I would love a show where in the off-season, just go on the road. We Which should do I, that. is my life anyway. You travel the all the time anyway. Right. We but should I, do that. Okay. We should develop a show, you and Tony on the road. How awesome would that be? We'd get the Bell Band back together again, man. I, I would do that. Seriously, like you're talking about the things that you wouldn't be able to do on radio anymore, but you can do something like that on a TV show. The crazier, the better. Yeah. I'm all for it. We get an RV, get it tricked out, right? Who's driving? Somebody uh, else. Not you guys. No, we won't drive. We'll okay. get a driver. You know, there's a lot of good drivers. I don't have a CDL. We'll get Luigi to drive us. Mr. Jubal? <laughs> Mr. Jubal, who's doing well in Seattle, right. doing his own radio show right. up there. It's amazing how many people I've run into that work with us. You know, who are now, like, doing their own con oh, con stand-up comics, SEC network guys. And that's great. I love that stuff. No, people, great. Because people always say, you know, how do I get and do what also, you do? It also speaks to how good the show was. And, obviously, that all came from you. And the reason the show worked beyond your talent was because all of us collectively annoyed the hell out of you. Okay? <laughs> no, you did. No, it was. And that's why, because we were willing to give you crap. Exactly. Right? That's so and sweet then, of you. Yes. And then <laughs> your Mount Vesuvius act, when we gave you crap, made it that much better. But my Mount Vesuvius was just all, it wasn't anger and <laughs> hatred and venomous. Never saying it was venomous, but plenty of times it was real, and that's why it was good. Because Evan would push your buttons. Evan Mandelbaum, our producer, yes. And push your buttons. But well, those were great shows, and that was a great uh, stretch of, of uh, my career. You know, and I've been fortunate to work with a lot of really talented people. You know, we just did the 25th ESPN right, right. show with Keith and Chuck Wilson right, right, right. back in 92 when that all started. That's 25 years ago. We started Fox Sports Radio, what, 17 years ago now? 17 years ago. Wow. Artist. Sorry. Hey, it's a podcast. We could just yell in the middle you of it. You can do whatever you yeah, want here, man. Just don't drop the F-bomb. No, 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 no. But no. you can say anything. You can actually use the F-bomb, but I don't do that. I, my, the inner radio in me says... Don't curse. No, don't. I mean, every you're, once you're, in a you're while, than that. every once in a while, something will slip, and then you're like, you don't have to hit a dump button. You know, if somebody says the S word, but we don't, we don't like the F word on the show. So, what do you got coming up here today? Now, ah, uh, man, I, I am just. How come you don't respond on a lot of the tweets when I like take a shot at you and you never respond back? Yeah, I do. Not all the time. You take like shots. You, at you'll me? tweet something out and then I'll write. <laughs> well, well, hey, not necessarily. Not Maybe necessary. I missed it. No, they're back not really. Up, back up, back up. They're not really shots. It's like you'll tweet something and I'll say I'll alert the media or, I, or something silly I, like I that. I usually don't have the notifications on my phone on really? Twitter. So I have to. If if you did it and I scroll through, then I have to like see it when I, I scroll back. My well, that's ex what happens. See, my ex popular. rightfully so, told me get off your bleeping phone all day. That's why she's your ex-girlfriend yes. now? No. Well, she may say that was one of the reasons. No, no, no. It, we're good. I but. try to say that to Robin and Luigi. They're, they're just addicted to their phones. Now, Robin's obviously producing, so she's mm -hmm. helping, and she's got to be on her phone. But when people are exactly. on their phone all day and they don't really have to be, oh, I'm the that's worst. an outrage. I'm the worst. You're worse than Robin? I don't know if I'm worse than Robin, but I, it, 
It's an addiction. It's it legitimately is. an addiction. It is. There should yeah. be treatment centers for that. And I, there are. Probably. And you know what they should do? Next year on Radio Row, you should be the guy going around telling everybody how to become the non-addicted phone person. No, because you know how that everybody's means I would got have a to be that. I can't tell people to do something that I can't No, do you go myself. get help first. You go, somebody says what, they start one of these addictions. What if I don't want help? Then, then, then you don't get it. It's like people who don't want to stop smoking. They don't stop smoking. But the difference is that will kill you. This will kill like you yesterday. Too. Texting and driving you. won't kill you. Oh, will I don't text and drive. Okay. There are a lot of people though that are so addicted that they can't stop even while they're driving. It's like people the, who um, smoke copious amounts of weed and think they can drive and it's not going to affect them. Some people can. Course, Most people can't. But people now think that well, it's because illegal, they're so good, it's illegal to to be under the influence of a drug of course and it is. drive. Yes. But it's the same but thing with know, people texting. They think they're so proficient at it that it's not going to distract them. So it's like them. The, the, the equivalent. There's there's full-on alcoholics. There's social alcoholics. Right. There's binge alcoholics. So if we transfer that to social media and phone addiction, Mr. who is now on phone. his phone. My friend my friend was texting me about arriving here in town. Keep going. I'm what, sorry, Robin. What I'm would listening. You, what you tell him where you do you, do you know where you are? Does he know what show you're on no, right now? No, doesn't know what I'm on. Does doing he know who right I am? No. Does probably, he know? So, probably not. Wait, how can your friend not know who I am? Younger. Somebody told me that this Clay Travis guy who's over at Fox Sports uh -huh. now doesn't know who I am. So what are you going to do about that? I don't care. I just because somebody tweeted me, hey, I take, I tweeted Clay, Clay Travis, and I, I'm not knocking the guy. I don't know him. And then he wrote back, who's Tony Bruno? How can you work at Fox Sports Radio and not know? Who I am, seriously, and I'm not trying to play an ego. This is a joke, really. But uh, it, I mean, it is the the Anthony J. Bruno Senior Memorial Studio, is exactly. it not? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Can it be Memorial if I'm still alive? <laughs> <laughs> now, did they change the Casey Kasem Studio to the Memorial? Uh, I, I have not been in that building since the day they fired me, wow. which was inauguration day for President Obama, 2009. Wow. Wow. That was like nine years, eight years ago. That I have not been in that building. I've been back in that building. When we were doing the night show, we were back in that building in Sermon Oaks. But I didn't notice that the Casey Kasem studio was... It, and it, it still smelled like an old Denny's. Come on. It did, no, it didn't. Yes, it did. Is that Sepulveda or Ventura? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> That's what I always used to say because we had the window, and I'd say to Andrew, is that Sepulveda or Ventura? Because we were at the corner in one street. Was that which and one? And by the way, it? you still have no idea which You're one it is. You're absolutely right, I don't. You have no idea which one it is. I know that they is. intersect right there. Out, out our window, that was Sepulveda. Okay. And that was the right across where the restaurant where Pete Rose would eat lunch every day in there. And they that's now something else. Oh, it it's, is? Yeah, it's, I don't know what it is. Is it's the Galleria? It's public school. It's a place from Culver City. They did another one. Oh, there. okay. Yeah. Is the Galleria still there where they filmed, uh, what was yeah. the Yeah, I was, was there the a couple movie? days ago. What was the movie, Robin? Fast Times of Richmond High. Exactly. But it right. wasn't that mall. It was the same spot. Right. This is the newer version. Exactly. Yes. Was Spicoli Spicoli wasn't walking out of a P.F. Chang's. Dude. By the way, Twitter, Facebook, uh, everything blowing up. Uh, great to have the old gang together. It's an outrage. Yes, it no. is. No. Yeah, I have my own soundboard <laughs> now. I can play stuff. Anything you want to hear, uh, Andrew, while you're here? Do you remember when they took away... <laughs> Your machine. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. I don't know if anyone knows this. You tick somebody off, or they said that we were using too many drops. They took away your TR-808 or whatever the heck that was. It's an outrage. And you know what I say to them? What? You can't find it. No, I can find it here. Get out! Get out! I got to crank the volume here now. <laughs> now Our buddy Harry Mays. I just want to give a shout-out to the people that are tuned in live. Eddie Poirier. <laughs> Eddie, is that Eddie in Orlando? Eddie 
Poirier. I don't know. You said Eddie in Orlando. He says Andrew. Remember Eddie you... in Orlando yeah. used to call the show. He's from Boston, but he moved right. to Orlando. Now he moved back to Boston. Well, actually, yeah, this is him. So, Andrew, you have been greatly missed. I hope you are well. I moved back to Boston. The Patriots are going to win big. That's what he says. Speaking of that, win big. who do you like? Um... So I've decided that. Who do you like, Robin? I've decided that for every interview on Radio Row, I'm going to give a different answer. Now, that's what you got to do. Right. Then you so can say it right. Does, I, I was right in one of them. So, so I, you can I, get the air check for just exactly. that. And I, say, yeah. Right. I actually how many think Radio Row hits have you with. done? Here? This is like my fifth. I was like fifth on your list? Well, NFL Network, like, their PR gives us a list that all of us, like, they, they take us around. Like, do they, they know they, who I am they, they at NFL handlers. Network? I was there when they started it but right did there. You, did you submit a formal? First of all, you don't need to submit a request. Damn right. All right, like like people over there, like they're taking Andrew Howard is taking around Reggie Wayne. Uh, Barty Sean O'Hara was being taken. Any around of those others, well. Barty and those guys, are they still no, around they're there? They're at Fox. Barty is at Fox. They went from Fox to NFL Network and then back, back to, Fox. to Fox. Yep. So who's left at NFL Network that I know was there? Mike Mariano. Oh, okay. Charlie Yuck. Yeah, I know Charlie. Yeah. Mariano Yuck. Those are the two you would know. All right. Yeah. All right, I know you got to everyone, er, everyone, everyone right now is listening going, well, like, why? Who are these why? people? Like, can't this be a conversation in a bar? That's why we're like right. barstool sports, except we're not drunk and we're not being banned from the, you know, they got their uh, their credentials pulled? I, I heard that, yeah. Barstool I, sports? I honestly, the, people aren't sounding, I'm not trying to, like, make this onto Twitter. I, I've never gone to their site, so I have no. Me neither. I had no idea who they were. And that's, that's not, maybe that's Clay Travis saying he doesn't know you. I just, I know of them, certainly. Listen, I absolutely know, I've just, I've never. I don't have site. time for that. As the Alan Iverson's mom once said. They seem like the kind of guys that, that would have played Madden, though, yes. during that time period. No They're idea. They're of that age. Ain't nobody got I honestly can't offer you a legitimate opinion. I'm aware of what they do, but I, I've, I've just never been to the side. All right, just give me the damn game what? pick because oh, I have okay. to ask everybody. I, I'm not picking against the Patriots. I mean, how do you pick? How do you, they're going to they're gonna find a way. You would think. I would think. Unless, uh, unless, uh, unless Dan Quinn goes, goes back to his Seattle roots. And calls a dumb play on the last play of the game right, that prevents them from winning. Uh, Remember that Dan Quinn yes. was in Seattle when the Pete Carroll call that should have won the Super Bowl. But for the, he wasn't calling. I that. know. I'm yeah, just yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm bringing the no, Seattle. No, no, I, I get back. it. I I I want to say the Falcons. I can't bring myself to do it though. Matty Ice. I mean, he's a Philly guy. They're still giving up 25 a game. Now the last six weeks they've been great. But they're they're still giving up twenty five. And you know what's interesting? The, amazing, the most amazing thing they lose Gronk. And you, you, you know, a guy of that magnitude, you lose him. You think they're ten and zero without him. I, it's unbelievable. You want a better one? Deion Lewis has never lost a game as a Patriot. He's I know. Sixteen and zero. Cut by the Eagles a couple of years ago. No, traded by the Eagles to the Browns. That's right. That's right. For linebacker Sam Acho. That's great. And Sam Acho news. The Browns cut him. He so he's having an amazing preseason. He broke his leg in the preseason. Not like a knee, like just snapped his leg. Awful. So he was on IR all year. The Browns then the next season cut him in camp, and he sat on the couch all year. The Patriots signed him on New Year's Eve day, 2014, to one of those minimum salary futures contracts. No one wanted him all year. I know. And now he's not the reason. They're 16-0, but he's a huge part of it. Absolutely. They can pick any guy off the street. They can pick guys that nobody else wants and throw them in there, and they and it's a it's a machine. Yes, it's a machine. It's unbelievable how they do it. You know, it's, this is going to be a hard game because the line hasn't moved. It's still three, right? No idea. Honestly, don't know. How can you not know that? We don't talk about it on the air. 
Are you forbidden from talking about point spreads? We don't the, talk about point spreads on the air. But you, hey, look, ESPN didn't until like three years. I ago. know. I'm not saying it from a, it's, from it's, a corporate it, precision. I'm saying that the fact that it's a three point game is good because that means Vegas and all the gamblers think sure. it's going to be a Listen, close game. I, I That's u- what I want. I usually know. You asked me if it had moved. I I, I don't know. Did you know you were three know. though? Right? Approximately a three point spread. Uh, yes. But Do you know what the over under is? You got under. No, I have no idea. I hate you, to you do hold it on, hold on, hold, hold on, but you got to understand. I hate to do it the way. I got to no, no, give you, you one of these, man. I got to give you one of those. Like, I just did 13 days on the road for the <laughs> East-West Shrine game and the Senior Bowl. Like, I didn't, I was paying zero attention until, like, two days ago. You paid attention at the bad. East-West Shrine Bowl and the Senior That's Bowl? We, I had to learn 200 college football players and their backstories. Did you go to Senior Frogs while you were down <laughs> there, by the way? No, no. <laughs> we did We did 17 hours of Senior Bowl coverage. That That's not an exaggeration. Who do you like down there? Who was In the, the Senior who, Bowl? Who, yeah. I like Winsel's Char-Grilled Oysters. <laughs> That's what I like down there. I like down there. Andrew Sicilian, let me give him a roaring round of applause right here now. The crowd loves it, man. It's always good to see you, dude. We're going to see you the rest of the week, or are you just going to duck away and hide? No, I'm going to be loitering here somewhere. Beautiful, man. Hey, hold on. Last thing. Wait, let the audience call it down. Our tradition, and it was truly one unlike any other, was that Tuesday night, and this tradition began right here. No, I think it began in Before? Tampa, in okay. Ybor City that first year. Ybor City, know you know, we call it Ybor City. Where we stayed out the entire night. Yes, Robin doesn't believe these Tuesday stories. Tuesday night, we stayed out the, no, I think, no, we did go back. I remember, we went back to the hotel. That horrible flea bag motel that we were in in Tampa. Yes. This is before Ravens Giants. We got one hour sleep. I had to share a room with Craig Sheeman, and Craig <laughs> Sheeman woke me up, right? Dude, your alarm's still ringing. Wake up. Because we had been like on top of a bar somewhere like an hour and a half earlier. Yep. So then I. Because we had to be on at 5 a.m. I am pounding on your door to wake you up. <sighs> we get to the show. Mandelbaum, our producer, Fills up a trash can with the remnants of last night. He goes, he taps out. He can't do the show. And then we kind of made it a tradition truly unlike any other, where every Tuesday night at the yep. Super Bowl, we would attempt to stay out the entire And we night. did. And like, one of the great it, parties was here in Houston, the Windows to the Wall party. Remember that one? I do. I also remember San Diego, the roof of the W. With Pat O'Brien. And, uh, and what's her name? And, and Irv. Irv was there. Yep. Uh, it was that was a that who's the was, who's the uh, back chick? in the cigar smoking days as well. Yes, yeah. up on the top of the in uh, San Diego. Yeah. But the, the, one of the great parties because people say you know what it's got to be Miami. I'll tell you what, Houston the last Super Bowl mm-hmm. here and the one in Detroit amazing. were off the wall. Uh, Detroit, great Detroit, parties. Detroit, we had those. Were you still with us in Detroit? Yes. Okay. I don't remember. I don't. I just I, remember I, Detroit. No, no, no. You weren't because I did. I did the show with Crystal by myself in a Hooters in the Burbs. In Detroit. Are you but sure? Yes, but we saw, we, we went to that party that Saturday night. Where the party ended at 2. Right. And then all of a sudden everybody left, and then they told us to stay in the VIP. Right, Upstairs. And then the lights went on, and all Kid Rock comes out. I was driving a yellow Hummer all week <laughs> because we had a deal with Hummer. And so it was this bright, like, like school bus yellow. And I was driving around. I remember I pulled up at a light, and it's Glazer and Strahan. And they look... Like, what the hell are you driving? <laughs> like, what are you doing? And, and look, I'm 5'7 on a good day and 155 pounds. And here I am driving this massive, <laughs> massive. It wasn't an H2, though. It was no, it was real. an H2. 
Well, whatever. Been, whatever. It, it would have been great watching you get out of there. It was big enough. Like no, those were great. Those were great Super yeah, Bowls. Did, did you need a ladder? <laughs> I, I, I was like, what do you call it? Dukakis with the uh, with the army helmet on. Yes, yes, yeah, yes. That's that, that's what I was. Unbelievable, man. So yeah, what? Those, those, were, those were. Have you had as much fun since then? No, I mean Bowl. we've had good. It's my seventeenth in a row. This is twenty. My first one was with you. Was that the first one in, in, in Tampa? Tampa? Yeah, and it's my seventeenth. Wow. Unbelievable, man! It is. Time flies from when you're you, getting old. I learned it from you. Danny, you still don't go out and party all night, do you? Uh, no. I mean, I'm too old for that. Damn I right. I stayed out a little bit last night. Did you go? You didn't go to the media party, did you? I did not. No. It's an outrage, I did not. Man. I'm sorry. It's a good party. I'm sorry. It's good. Bunch of dudes in sports. No, coats. no, it was not a sausage fest. No, it's good. Right, Robin? Robin was there. It was. I mean, it was, it was nice. I mean, I feel like Radio Row is the media party. All they have to do is add alcohol. Like, if I spend all day on Radio Row, I don't want to go back to Radio Row. I spend, you we spend 18 hours a day here every day. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. only once a year. All the day, only thing day. I was disappointed about was that the butterfly exhibit was, was not closed open. in the Museum of the Natural oh. Science Museum. And it, I, do, I do like me some butterflies. Absolutely. I don't know what it is. I just. That's pretty much it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that's there's it. There's the show. Yeah, Thank you. Good to Thank see you, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we let me get, the, put you, your hands together. Do you one not more have time. the current affair thing? Do we? Yeah. What, what, do you have breaking news? Yeah. All right, let me no, stop. I know. I just we, for the butterfly update, we should have done it. Well, you're right. And we didn't do a butterfly. I can't see anymore, man. <laughs> that's why <laughs> you God, need I the got glasses. Got my thin optics on here. Ladies and gentlemen, just back from the commissioner's. State of the state, state yes. of the league address. Here's here's my breaking news. Here's Andrew Siciliano with an update. Yes. You can't see. That's the update. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I got thin optics, ladies and gentlemen. Thinoptics.com. Okay. These are great. I'll look them up. They're phenomenal. No, I'll we have some for you. Okay. You need them? Not, not really. I have I have glasses. I, I sometimes wear glasses on TV now. That's no, I know thing. that, but I'm saying, off. like, when you're in a, you know, we go into a restaurant and you get to check oh, no, and it's I don't dark. Need that. I don't need that. Yet. See, that's what I need. I, don't need I that just yet. can't see up close. I don't need glasses to see far away. I just need glasses to see down low. Just that's say, I'll, I'll have the steak sandwich and the steak sandwich. Exactly. Not the cheese steak. No cheese whiz, please. Provolone no. or American or Swiss. No cheese. Andrew Siciliano, ladies and gentlemen, one more time. He's here all week. <laughs> Tip your waiters in Houston. Hello. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> Good night now. Good night now. Hello, everybody, and all the other. Everybody. <laughs> Thank you, sir. This is this is the way radio should be done. You know, you know what he would like, and we need to send him is a, a Joy a Joy, Joy watch. watch. Joy Joy watch, man, and the greatest invention ever. Interchangeable silicone watch bands. The head comes out. You can choose choose different colors. They're, they're, you can wear them diving to 30 feet. You know what else? Would have been, uh, we can't send you one, though. That's not something that we can just send in the mail. But um, one of our other sponsors is, um, since you were talking about not getting enough rest, we have a new mattress sponsor that is... Not Dial-A-Mattress. No. These are legit. Yeah, made by a chiropractor. So who's, who knows better how to make a mattress than a chiropractor? mattresses.com. Go on there. Pick one out. No, I... Well, we'll continue here. We're continuing yes. on. Good to see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, Andrew Siciliano. It's a tradition. It it's is. A, it's, a, it's a radio road tradition. And it's the only time I see him because he lives in L.A. and I live on the East Coast. People love you guys together. Well, I mean, Andrew was... did come into town last year for training camp, and we got together and had lunch. That's true. Over down at Xfinity Live. 
In the meantime, anything that breaks here, we will fix it. Or we may break things on our own. As you can see, Radio Row, it's Wednesday now. Things are popping. More and more people are coming through. We had a chance to talk to Lee Steinberg today. We'll play that back. The good thing now is when we do our interviews, when we're not actually on live, we videotape them. And then we hit the audio, and then we can play them back for you. Correct, right? correct, correct. And actually, we do have um, a a video that, if I did this correctly, who are we going to play back here now, Robin? Um, we have uh, Jackie. Jackie's going to be played first. Oh, the great Jackie Slater, Hall of Famer, yes. great friend. I've known him forever. Work, I actually started working with Jackie Slater when he retired from the Rams after 20 years with the Rams, and he came up to ESPN to do some football stuff, and we got to work together and got to be good good friends. And Jackie, of course, his son is playing in the Super Bowl with the, uh, his third Super Bowl now. I remember when Jackie Slater's son was 10 years old, and now fast forward all these years, and his son's now in his third Super Bowl as the, a wide receiver in primarily special teams Phenom, he's the captain of their special teams, you know, his son. So we talked to Jackie Slater a little earlier. I'm going to go get a lozenge now, and we'll hear Jackie Slater, who joined us a little while earlier here on Radio Row. Are you ready, Robert? Rolling. Okay, here we go. <laughs> the Radio Row craziness continues here in Houston at Super Bowl 51, and it's like a reunion for me because I come every year. This is my 29th. That's wow. nothing compared to this guy. This guy played in the NFL for 20 years with the same team. That ain't never going to happen again. <laughs> He's in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the all-time great offensive linemen and a guy I've known for forever, the great Jackie Slater. How are you, Jackie? I'm doing good, man. How are you? It's good to see you. You too, man. I've been, it's it's good been a to long see time. You. And, and, and you know what? I, I came here to this venue on occasion. You are here every single year. Not, so. I know I missed a couple. because my first, You know what my first Super Bowl was? No. 1979. Your Los Angeles Rams Is against the right? Pittsburgh Steelers. That Is was, that right? So that's when it starts. That's the first one. So I've missed a couple. So that's how many years ago now, 79? That's a long time ago. I was in my fourth season, my first year as a starter that year. So that was a long time ago. Now look at me. I'm, you, I'm you old still man. Look, No, you look the same, man. <laughs> now my dad is so excited that you're on the show today because he was an L.A. He grew up in, in the really? greater L.A. Valley. That, I mean, the Rams were his team. Is and that you, right? You were his guy. How so. about that? How about yeah. that? That's cool. Vince Farragamo killed me in that Super Bowl, though, man. I had, the, I had the Rams and you just couldn't contain Terry Bradshaw, man. And the yeah, rest well, of that team. <laughs> well, Vince Farragamo, to his defense, he didn't have anything to do with containing Bradshaw. No, I know that. <laughs> Maybe if we had, had a few more drives to keep him off the field, but the reality of it all is our secondary, you know, it struggled a little bit. And, then, you know, as a team, we could have done a – obviously we could have done a – but with 11 minutes to go in the ballgame, we, we had to leave. I know. I remember well. That's right. We Jackie Slider, 20 years. And so you actually went to St. Louis when the team moved – for the one year. That's right. And that was your 20th year consecutively exactly. with the Rams. How weird was that when the Rams left L.A. Really, to go to St. Louis? Really different, really different. It was, uh, you know, for me, it was different for me than it was for the younger guys. The younger guys, they were just glad to be have be pros, continuing their careers. They would have gone out in the middle of the Atlantic <laughs> to play and have their careers. But I was at the end of my career, and uh, a lot of friends suggested that I retire and don't go to, don't go to St. Louis with them because you know, people were upset that they were leaving. And so it was uh, – I wanted to play – I always said I wanted to play as long as I could, and they were giving me the opportunity to do something that, that hadn't many people done to that point, and that was to play 20 consecutive seasons with the same club. And 
though I was coming off of an injury, that reality uh, was there, and I just felt compelled to take advantage of it. And I did, and I'm and I looking back on it, and I'm glad I did. And you stayed in Southern California. I moved out because I, I, we worked together at ESPN back right. in Connecticut. Yeah. And then well, I, I moved 96. to L.A. in 2000. Yeah. And then I leave L.A. and then the Rams come back. So when you find out the Rams are coming back, <laughs> what was your first thought, Jack? I, I did, first of all, I, I could hardly believe it because it just came up so suddenly. It was like, wow, the Rams are coming back. I can't, I can't hardly believe it. And then my next uh, feelings were a little bit disappointment because I felt the pain of the people in St. Louis all over again like I felt the pain of the people in Los Angeles when they left. My heart said that I, I was happy that they came back because I really felt like they never should have left if it had been up to me and certainly thousands of fans in Southern California. But it, it was just so happy. I was just so happy to see them back there. And, and, I, and, and, and I even in spite of the fact that I knew that the people in St. Louis were not happy about it. And the good thing is because you're one of the all-time great Rams, now you got a team that you can cover and you're a part of and obviously one of the legendary performers in the history of the franchise. Well, I mean, I, I don't do any work with the franchise. I haven't been asked to do anything with them, but the local television stations and the radio stations have used me on a couple of broadcasts, kind of resurrected my old bones and given me some opportunities. And, and basically what I do is I... You know, I spent a lot of time talking about, you know, the good old days. And, uh, you know, I kind of bridged the gap for some some of the young listeners about uh, the way it was versus the way it is and how it was in between. So wait, so the, the franchise moves back to L.A. and they didn't reach out to some of the great players who were still in the Los Angeles area to be, you know, part of the whole welcome back thing? Well, I mean, I, 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 I suppose I could say I did a couple of things with them. I... I but I, I did nothing in an official in an official capacity, and I, I'm happy just like everybody else to see the Rams back in town. The great Jackie Slater with us. Now, our, when we were working together, I mean, you had young kids. Now, what are your kids up to these days? They got to be all grown up now, right? Oh yeah, my kids. Uh, my youngest, my youngest son is here with my wife and I, and to watch his big brother, my right. oldest son, play in the Super Bowl. That's right. My oldest son Matthew is getting ready to play in his third Super Bowl with the New England Patriots. That's He's been with the man. team for nine years, and and in and in 2000, and you know, he was born in in, in 1985. So what was he? Ten. He was ten years old, I think, when I when I retired, and and now he's thirty one, and in his ninth season, and one of the veterans, exactly, on, on, on a real on a real good football team. So it's been so much fun watching him. I'm happy to be here watching support. So you got to be rooting for the Patriots then, right? Well, I mean, who else are you going to root for? I mean, <laughs> it's very difficult to to you know. I like good football. I like great games to be played. I like to look at the matchups and everything. But I. I gotta honestly tell you, I'm hoping that all the matchups and all the calls go uh, the Patriot way. And the amazing thing is that we all know Tom Brady and his history, but it doesn't seem with the with the Patriots doesn't seem to matter who. I mean, you, you lose Gronk, who was his favorite weapon and was all world, and they don't miss a beat. It's unbelievable what this team does, man. It, it really is. Uh, it really is. And I think it. I, I I can't say this, you know, factually. But I, I, I talk and get bits and pieces of information from Matthew, and this is what I know. I, I played on a lot of good football teams in L.A. and then played on some miserable teams, Tony. And the one thing that separated the good teams from the bad ones was that there were more people on the team who cared more about other people and put other people ahead of themselves 
on the good teams than there were on the bad teams. The bad teams, we had a lot of big-time talent, a lot of big-time personalities, mm-hmm. a lot of big-time I, 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 me, me, me going on, not the team. And so I think that they managed to keep the word team spelled with all four letters and not just M-E or I. You know what I mean? Exactly. And that's what the Patriots are. Last thing about L.A., now the Chargers are moving in. And so you go from no team, from two teams How before, the Raiders and the Rams, and then you go from them both, they both leave. Right. And now the Rams come back, and now the Chargers are coming up the freeway. Yeah. And they're going to be there. You know the L.A. fan base. I know the L.A. fan base pretty good. Are the fans, which team will the fans embrace? Uh, you know what, I, I, you remember when the Raiders were there. Absolutely. You know, I didn't like it personally because I thought they were infringing on our territory <laughs> and there was a rivalry there the whole time. And I would imagine it's going to be that way now. Interesting thing about this, however, is that the Rams are now playing in the largest venue and the uh, Chargers are going to play, be playing in the smallest venue in the nation. They yeah, got it's to, a soccer field, they right? they got to expand that from 25,000 to hopefully 30,000 seats. But this is, what, this is what I'm going to be watching. The team that wins is probably going to be the team that sells the most PSLs for the new stadium that is being built there. Mm-hmm. And, and when I look at the Rams versus looking at the Chargers right now, it seems to me that the Chargers are better positioned with the veteran quarterback, with all of the talent that they've accumulated. Jonathan Mebane, who played with the Seattle Seahawks, was on our show the other night. He's in his 11th year, and he said this is the most talented team he's ever been on. And he was with Seattle for those two Super Bowl mm-hmm. runs. To make that statement says there's yeah. some guys. I mean, they lost a lot of games to be able to get that talent. They drafted, they kept it, and it's there. And, you know, I think the fans in L.A., are, they don't stick around very long when you don't win. Yeah. So whoever it is that wins, that's the, those are the people that are going to – those are the people that are going <laughs> to – that's Terry Crews down there. I know, he's going crazy. Did he rip his shirt off yet? Yeah, not yet. But okay. he bouncing if his he pecs. does, let me know. I'll turn I, I saw him – you know, he was a teammate of mine right. at the Rams, and uh, I saw him. I had a good long conversation <laughs> with him about uh, his uh, – Can you do that with your pecs, no, uh, Jack? A little but, bit, a little yeah. bit, a little bit. <laughs> I can do it, but if I push them up myself. I can, I can do it just a little bit. But I not, can do it, but uh, I need the tassels. <laughs> The Hall of Famer, Jackie Slater, watching his son in another Super Bowl. So, so he's, does he have one ring or two rings now? Well, he's, he's, this, he's been to two Super Bowls. He's won one and lost Okay, so, this, so he's going for his second ring then. Yes. But three Super Bowls, that's pretty impressive. Man. That is. I, play, it took me, I played 20 years and only went to one. In 79, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's saying a lot about somebody's doing something right. Well, you did something right raising a good son who was in the NFL because I know a lot of NFL players had kids, like you know, Howie Long sons. And yeah, he's, you look at Howie's list. son is on the team too. Exactly. Yeah, he made $13 million with the Rams last year, and this year I don't, I don't know what it is, but he's not quite that, but he's going to the Super Bowl. I know, it's unbelievable. It is. Now, Jackie – you know, I know you. You, you know, we're both getting older, man. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, we're both, and so what happens? When I look you get in older? the mirror. BB King sang the song. He sang the song, and it's the name of it is um, "The Thrill Is Gone." You ever heard of that song? Yeah, the thrill is gone. For yeah, he we, said, we, "I look in the mirror every day and let it tell me the truth." Exactly. Gone is my youth. <laughs> 
So well, like that's me, okay. We're still kicking. Because like you, because I did it. I did the testosterone thing a couple years ago. Yeah. Because you know you get older and it's like male testosterone levels go yeah. down. And and I know you're involved with that. Yeah, the with company the low that, T. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh-huh. last year we were, when we were at the Super Bowl in San Francisco, I met the people at the yeah. low T centers. Yeah. And they, they do a great they, job. They, they do a fantastic job. And you know, I think personally, Tony, that there are three n- sets of numbers that all guys need to be aware of. That is PSA. That is uh, your cholesterol numbers mm-hmm. and your low T. If you have test- low testosterone, you, you know, a lot of us, we sit around and we say, okay, we're getting older, so that contributes to weight gain, lack of energy, you know, lethargic, you know, we don't want to be doing this, that, or the other. All of a sudden, it, it's, it's associated with age. Well, no. It, if you get your look at your T-scores, you can find out that those things can be managed. That mm-hmm. could be something that you can deal with. And I think anytime you had an opportunity to deal with things that are affecting us adversely as men, then I think we need to deal with it. And, I, and you know, the interesting thing, you can go into any one of these clinics, use whatever insurance you have, and with a blood test, in a matter of 15 or 20 minutes, you'll know exactly what your T-scores are and if you need to work on managing that. And they're, they're expanding all over the country. I know they started yeah, they in are. Dallas, right? Yeah, no, and, they, and, and I think a lot of men don't realize that low T can also mean that you have uh, side effects like depression yes, and all sorts exactly. of other things associated with it when you don't have to. Like, if you don't have to deal with it, why deal, why with, deal it? with it? That's what I always uh, it's. Why deal with it? I mean, it's I, like men not going and getting their, you know, cholesterol, their uh, PSA. PSA for the prostate. I get it yeah. checked every year. It's the most common cancer in men. And then col- and I, did, Why I just would had you a, not get it checked if you could prevent it. And I just it's had a colonoscopy last year. You know, yeah. you want to, you got guys, guys pretend like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. And yeah, then before you know it, it's time out for that. Exactly. So well, the low T centers. It's just so for me, it's just so simple. I mean, women take care of themselves. Men like taking care of themselves. But I think that it, there's sort of like this this downward spiral where as your testosterone lowers, you're not really real. It's not like something that happens overnight. No, and you don't like notice. You, exactly. It's just like your 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 body starts to weaken. Your muscles start to to not be as bulky. Right. And then suddenly you're gaining a little bit more weight. And right. Are you talking about me, Rob? <laughs> no, she's talking about us. How no. dare she talk about us just but, uh, because we're getting older? I just think that it, like, it, like, you don't realize that that's happening to you until it's so far along that you don't really have the energy to do anything about it. But if you go in, just you'd be amazed at how good you can feel yeah. when you. Yeah, and that's the thing that uh, that I'm excited about uh, is that you don't have to you don't have to exist. The way you think you do, just because you're getting older. I think Jim Mora said that, right? It's, it's not what, you think you know, but you really don't, and you never will. And you never will. Exactly. Well, I know that Tony's looking forward to them opening up there because he's been talking to them, and um, he's he did a series of low T type mm-hmm. uh, programs, but they don't have this type of program. Yeah, in it's, Philly it's, yet. The, it's oh, the best okay. in the country. Yeah. That's no what doubt I, about that's what I'm hearing. That's the low T centers, and the website is where people want to go and get information. Is it low T? I think it's lowt.com, yes, right? Yes, it's lowt.com. I think it is lowt.com. Check it out, and if they're in an area near you, go into the clinic, get it taken care of, and then they'll let you know what your testosterone level Absolutely. is. Now, in, in a matter of 20 minutes. Now, unfortunately, the only thing it will not cure is if you have bad eyesight and you need reading glasses. 
<laughs> That's why we gave you the fantastic yeah, thin optics. Yeah, you gave me these readers. That's so cool. Yes, they are the great, uh, I mean, the great like thin the optics, oh, man. man. Isn't that a great invention? That is really People cool. always think of cool stuff in thin optics. That I have mine so, on. I, yeah. I go into a restaurant. Uh, Robin, do you have a pair of glasses? You don't have then? to worry about putting them behind your ears. You exactly. Just running and and they're always available. And, and by the way, we got to get you before. And that's what I need, readers, you see? Yeah, we, we got you a pair. Jackie's got a pair of uh, yep. thin optics. Yeah. And we got to get you because we don't have them with us. But I want to get you a, a Joy Joy watch, the new watches that are out. I know that you're wearing the really nice. I mean, yeah, I think yeah, it's that, a it's, No, this is an everyday watch, and it's got different watch bands, so you can change them for the All different. Right. So we'll get you one of those before we have a It's like a big thing with surfers, but this is one of those ones that's interchangeable. Waterproof up to 30 feet. So you take um, the, the take the head of the watch out. I don't have one with me. We're going to get them. To, they're delivering them to us, yeah. and then you change the watch bands. And there's all different kinds of watch bands. Is it's phenomenal. Right? Yeah, we'll get you one of those too, Jack, for coming on the show. You going to get me one of those? Absolutely, yeah. man. You know I take care of you, right? I know you're going to take care of me, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you've been taking care of me for a long time. Man. <laughs> Jackie Slater, Hall of Famer, his sons in the Super Bowl. Uh, a lot of best sons are in the Super Bowl here. Now I saw Howie yesterday, Howie yeah, Long, and his yeah. son's in the Super Bowl again, yeah. too. So it's always great to see you, Jackie. Thanks so much, buddy. All right, man. Good seeing you, Tony. The great Jackie Slater, who joined us a little earlier today, Miss Robin. How great is Jackie Slater? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's, he's epic. He's Phenomenal. Great. No, he is. I'm so I lucky. You know I, what? You know, I need I, more hands. I realize this. There's just too many things that I have to do, and I, two hands are not enough. Luckily, see, I was ready. I was ready to go. I even turned Thank my God own mic on. I know. I've done this before. No, and I've, I've been, I'm fortunate. You know, I've uh, worked a long time in this business, and I get to know all these people and meet these people, and you, you maintain relationships with them. Because, you know, with a lot of times you'll just interview an athlete, and you don't really know them. Right. And one thing I've always done, if I don't know the person, I don't pretend I know them. You know what I mean? Right. Like Jackie Slater, when I was at ESPN, the advantage we had there is they would come up to Bristol, Connecticut, you know, where there was nothing going on. So we'd all stay in the same hotel. They would come on all the shows. And so you get to go out and have dinner and talk and talk football and pick their brains. And then you become someone they know. You genuinely know them and you try to stay in contact. But, you know, a lot of times you meet somebody and when I meet somebody for the first time, it's like, hey, I'm meeting you for the first time. It's nice to talk to you and appreciate you coming on the show. But I'm, I'm walking around here because I've done this so long, I see a lot of these people that I've known almost forever. I mean, the fact that Jackie Slater's son, who's now been in the league nine years, was 10 years old when I was working with Jackie, just tells you how old we've gotten in this business. It is pretty amazing. But you know what else? I mean, like, what I've now found working with you for this many years is it's not just superficial. I mean, everybody that knows you, that has worked with you, whether they are an athlete or they work with you through the industry, they like, I don't get it. They genuinely like you. Because what, I'm not what a... What the hell, it's, Tony? It's hard to hate me. <laughs> even the Dallas Cowboys. You, you saw the Dallas Cowboy organization, their coaches, their players. Even they like me. If the Dallas Cowboy players, who I used to always joke about and rip on the air, not rip, but I would root against them because they're the enemy. They're the, uh, you know, they're the rival team. But it was never personal. It was never about, you know, they weren't good people or they did this and they did that. It's sports hate. You know, and the word hate now is thrown around a lot. You know, you're a hater of this, and the, the LeBron the LeBron and the Charles Barkley hater. You know, you say something critical of somebody, you're a hater. It's not hate. Right. It's criticizing sports or criticizing athletes or criticizing officials. That's not necessarily hate. That's part of being a fan and, and being passionate about something. And that's what we do. And when you know people and they respect you and they trust you because they know that you're not going to 
you know, after they get off the air, say nasty things about them or be a phony. And if you say something about them that they didn't like, they talk to you about it and there's no big deal. It's the people who don't know anybody take malicious cheap shots at people because they know they're never going to have to talk to them or see them face to face or deal with them. Those are the people that are easily hiding behind microphones and keyboards in this business. And, you know, so when you do this forever and you develop relationships and people trust you and like you, like, for example, there's 500 radio and TV stations and blog sites and sports networks here. So for me, with my little podcast, you know, getting these big names on should be impossible. Right. Because they have, they have handlers who walk around and they schedule and they go around and look for the biggest networks. You know, they're looking for the ESPNs and, you know, Stephen A. Smith is doing this show here. They know these big shows. And they're going to go on there first, and then they'll try to squeeze you in. And a lot of times, they won't even try to squeeze you in. And because of my past relationships with these people, they say, hey, I'm going to come on with you. You know, I don't care what what, what time. When I have a break, I'll come over and do your show. So I don't get to have to be worrying about being shoehorned in as part of one of 500 interviews. The biggest problem that we've had is trying to figure out how to schedule everybody in to the short period of time that we have. Yeah, and that's why we don't care about whether we do two hours or an hour. Yesterday was a light day, and so we did an hour. But today, we, you know, we've got more people than we can handle, and it's great. And, and one thing that we do on this show, and I've always done it even when I was doing the network stuff from here, is I don't put everybody on because everybody's got something to sell. And you notice, you know, Jackie Slater was doing the testosterone thing, and I, I know the company, and I believe in them. But, like, athletes coming here and pimping soup or pimping, you know, uh, whatever, diamonds and go to jewelry stores. No, I man, get it. These companies want these guys to be walking ambassadors. There's nothing wrong with pimping about but like Pimping ain't I, easy, though, by but, the way. But you I, know. Think, I think that there is a difference between them coming on with you and pimping something versus them coming on with another show and pimping something is that with you, they're excited to talk to you, period, and they're reminiscing and you have great questions and you don't, you don't ask the same trite questions over and over and over again that they've answered a thousand times. They actually enjoy having a normal conversation with you and laughing and talking Like, I guarantee you, no one is asked. And then some people will think this is superfluous nonsense. But sadly, that's what people care about, the Joe Buck with his rings yesterday. Yeah. Right? I mean, I can ask Joe Buck his opinion on the Super Bowl, and everybody in the, in the city of uh, Houston has already done that. But I agree. It, it took him off guard because he was like, ah, well, well oh, okay, yeah. You know, and, then, and then he came up with, you know, not came up, he, he explained what the actual thing was for. And, it was and now actually, you know. It was the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey funny. would say, back when journalism was journalism and not the joke Maybe that it is Maybe you need now. one of those rings, Tony. Which one? The one to remind me of stuff? The ri- remind you not to take that extra cookie. No, I don't need a ring for that. You notice I don't wear any jewelry. I'm one of the most anti-Italian Italian well, guys. Well, that's because you don't want to wear another ring. No, but- it's not even rings. I don't, I, I don't wear necklaces. I don't want rings. Well, I have one ring, but I, nobody sees it. I'm not kidding. I don't. I don't. I I do have one, but I don't really use it. Meanwhile, we're gonna we're gonna talk to a former astronaut who spent time on the International Space Station. Yes. That that has to be cool. You know, I'm really the one thing that we didn't do last night that I'm I'm really bummed. We we were having a part. We went to the the media party at the um, Houston uh, Museum of Natural Science, and they had one of those virtual reality reality things that you could put right. over your face mm-hmm. and you could walk through the space station i know we should have done we it we should have done that we can go back over there though. you know what happened is i said i wanted to do it and then we started drinking <laughs> and then i forgot and then you say oh there's the dinosaurs okay oh there's yeah. another bar 
Let's go over there. What do they have there? And then there was a tequila bar. And then there was, then a, there was whiskey a whiskey bar. bar. <laughs> and then I had a whiskey drink, and then I had a vodka drink, and then I had songs that remind me of the good yeah, times. And then, and and then, then it was done. And I got knocked down. And, and I got up again. And I had to, I still had to work. I, know. I still had to go back to the hotel room and edit. And uh, so. People think like party, working for 18 hours and getting a couple of hours in at a party. And these aren't wild parties. These are just yeah. get togethers with people you don't see. And you get to experience this. Like Houston's a great city. And you know, I mean, some of the stuff that goes on in this town is just unbelievable. I mean, we learn, I've been here three times now. And every time I come here, I find out more. It's one of the most diverse cities in the world, Houston, Texas. I did not know that Houston is ranked number two in the number in the seats of in theaters. Yes. It's like one of the major theater towns. I did not know that. There's so much to know about Houston. And I got some what you need to know Houston facts here. There's more than 145 languages spoken within the Houston city limits. Did you know that, Robin? I did not know 145 that. different languages. I think English is one of them, though. Well, I think I'm learning. There are more than 10,000 restaurants representing more than 70 types of cuisine from around the world. There is one restaurant. I need to take a picture of it. Oh, yeah, we got to take a picture well, of that no, one. I want to even say Houston is the second least expensive city to dine in in the United States. Did you know that? I did not know that. The Texas Medical Center, I mentioned this the other day. The Texas Medical Center has 21 hospitals, including the MD Anderson Cancer Center, the number one cancer hospital in the country, and it's the largest medical complex in the world. Wow. In the world. Not in the state of Texas, not in the United States, in the world. And Houston is, is named the number two in travel leisure's friendliest cities in America. And I know there's a lot of volunteers, but I'll say one thing, and I've been to a lot of Super Bowls. Every single person that you pass, whether it's a security guard, whether it's somebody just working at a venue as a volunteer, is so friendly. It's not fake friendliness. It's not like I'm obligated to say, have a good night, hope you enjoy yourself. It's just really remarkable. And you've seen that everywhere we go. People are just super, super nice here. Yes. I guess when you live in Philly and you go to a lot of places, you find out that people really aren't. Those are nice people in Philly. I'm one of them. No, you know what? I, I don't know what it is. And I, because I love Philadelphia. And when you get to know the people of Philly, they're so nice. But there is a pervasive sense of anger there. And I haven't been able to figure out why. It's because the sports teams are bad. No, it's not just sports. It but really, sports, believe it or not, Robin, the sports atmosphere really drives a lot of how people think. Every day, you know, the political climate obviously doesn't help either because you got angry people with politics, and then you got people with sports who are, are angry because their teams are. It's a, you see it on okay. Monday morning so when, me, when your football team wins on a Sunday. Next, the next morning, Monday morning, the entire mood of a city changes. That's the fact. It, same thing in college towns. If your college football team and you're in a rural area and that your team college football team wins. Everybody feels better. I know, but I... I, I I'm just not saying it's the most okay, important thing, let me give you an but example. it's an important part of Philadelphia's culture. I want to give you an example. Obviously, Wawa started in Pennsylvania. Yep. They're all over the place. Wawas are wonderful. You go to a Wawa in Philly, and the employees there are just not as chipper and friendly as when we went to Tampa, and they've now opened up Wawa's there, we went to, like... Because the people in the Wawa's in Philly are inundated. They're, 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 they're elbow to elbow I mean, every time they open friendly, one. Because, because out of all, like, like don't even try a 7-Eleven in Philly, because that's horrible. The Wawa's are a step up, 
but they're not as like they, they they don't just come out and go hey how are you doing today? like we went to the wawa at two o'clock in the morning or whatever it was down in tampa and the entire crew that was working overnights because was nobody was in there we were the only people in there they were just grateful that we weren't holding them up <laughs> They said, oh, these people, well, they look safe. They're not going to come in here and pull a gun on us. Anyway, a lot of good stuff about Houston. I like the, and the Houston Space Center. The Space Center Houston here is the official uh, center of the Lyndon B. Johnson Space Center, NASA Center for Space. I can't talk now. Like, does my voice sound hoarse? It, it, it sounds a little, a little uh, congested. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm feeling better, though. I'm feeling a lot better. You know, we've been trying to get to sleep by midnight and then get back up before 8. So I'm trying to get as close to eight hours as possible because if you don't, you get worn out in a hurry here. Because these are long, and again, I'm not crying the blues. We're at the Super Bowl. Well, I got to say, I really, really, really wish that because when you're not sleeping in your own bed, it's bad enough. But um, the bed that we have is, is not exactly the most comfortable. And I could really do with one of these chiromatic mattresses. I totally agree. We, we, we should do a deal with chiromatic. And then so everywhere we go. We have a mattress brought to us. Yeah, there we go. We'll be like divas. We don't want, like, you know, the rooms painted pink wherever we go. We don't want, like, no. the water temperature has to be, we don't have to have a Mercedes Benz set and at the green 70, M&Ms 72 and degrees, like in the movie right. Elf. Remember that scene? Only Fiji water. We don't need yeah. all that. All we need is a chiromatic bed mattress yes. set up for us so that we can get a good night's sleep, even if it's only two hours. You know, there's a lot of mattresses, and there's a lot of great mattresses. But how many of them were created by a chiropractor? Not well, and you know, mattresses are a big investment for most people. Yes. I mean, like you know, you you go five, ten years, you're supposed to replace them. Sometimes it's sort of like being married. If you have, you go five, ten years, and then you have to make a change. But but like most most people (laughs) recommend that you you replace them. I think. I think 10 years is yes. the latest. But a lot of mattresses... I'm about to... to I got, mine's 10 years old. Yeah, and a, a lot of mattresses, though, because they're crappy, you end up having to replace them sooner. Robin's at the 8-year mark right now, so she's I'm got... Close. She's got about two years I, of, uh, of good shelf life left. <laughs> I'm getting close. <laughs> but, but I was looking... So, so obviously, Chiromatic is one of our fantastic sponsors, and their, their prices are, like, way... I would think that they would be a lot more expensive. They're they're cheaper than a lot of the like the the posturepedic super duper like because you know? they're big companies that are cranking out the product. Well, this is a great small company, and they got it right. And that's what you want. You want to find a product that you know is made here, that you know the people who make it put out a good product, and you and want they to, know I, what they're doing. I mean, there are chiropractors that know the body, they know the skeletal system, they know what you need to support and. They designed these amazing beds. That, Go to the website and check them out. Yeah. Website they, I mean, they have a classic the cl- collection. They have a hybrid collection. They have a latex collection. If oh, you're, I love them. I'm going to try the latex. If you're collection. allergic to oh. certain things. And they also have a sports collection that is infused with, like, different things so that you, if you're an athlete, you can recover from oh, sports dude. injuries faster. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. So go to chiromatic.com. Check them out and tell them the Tony Bruno Show sent you. Exactly Just right. Just inquire. Exactly. All right, Clay Anderson's going to join us. He's a former NASA astronaut. He's retired now, but he had a lot to do with helping put together the entire space. Uh, I used flew on the shuttle back when it was still flying. In fact, he flew to the International Space Center, space station, on the, uh, on the space shuttle Atlantis. Back in June of 2007, he's going to join us. We'll talk about Houston being the space city, the Astrodome, the Astros, of course, 
named after the Astrodome and the whole space program stuff that goes on here. So it's amazing. We haven't had a chance to get down there. Though. I've been to Cape Canaveral, Cape Kennedy in Florida, but I've never been to the NASA Space Center here in Houston. And maybe we... If we get a day off, we can go over there. I would like to. Now, um, actually, Clay's not going to be on for a little while, um, so we should probably try to play one of the other interviews that we did. Um, we have um, Lee Steinberg, Charlie Batch. Um, I have those. I'm going to make it a lady's choice, Robin, since it is uh, What Up Wednesday here. It is Wednesday, isn't it? Well, what up? Exactly. I think we should play Lee. All right, Super Agent Lee Steinberg. Super Agent Lee Steinberg, but you're going to have to bear with me for a second because right. I'm doing it all on one computer. For those of you who don't understand how this works, um, we would have had two computers to work with so that I could turn the sound away from one. Right. Um, but uh, unfortunately, um, Super Bowl rules and regulations didn't give allow us to do that. So we only have one hardwired line, which means that I have to use one computer for everything. And it's hard to isolate sound. So I do apologize if you start to hear But to something. be honest, I mean, we've been pretty much glitch-free the last couple of days here. Because Miss Robin, I, I have been doing a fantastic job. Thank you very much. I'm serious. I don't know how she does it. I mean, a couple of years ago, she didn't know how to turn a radio on. Now she knows more about this stuff than I could ever learn. Because it's all new technology. And listen, I'm good at cutting tape and editing and sound stuff. But Robin... To put this stuff together, and Luigi and her do a great job back at home, but Robin's doing all this on her own. And so she's done a great job in taping the interviews, making sure all three cameras are working, and then we tape them on video and audio so that we can show you the guests that are coming here, and you can hear them also, whether you watch it back okay. or you go and play it back later. All right. But Lee Steinberg... On, like, Facebook Live. Okay, so Lee Steinberg, I ah. can hear him now Hold in the on. background. He just disappeared again. Hang Where on. Where did he go? We talked to him a little earlier, and of course, Lee Steinberg, for those of you who don't know, the guy they based the movie, uh, what was the name of the movie? Um, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, that's right. He showed me the money and all that other stuff. That was Lee Steinberg, super agent, agent uh, had the, the, the biggest quarterbacks who ever played in the NFL in the modern era were Lee Steinberg clients, and he still has, represents a lot of the young players coming out. He has a bunch of them coming out this year. We'll meet them at his party on Saturday, the Lee Steinberg party. And it's not just a show up, you know, get drunk and disorderly party. Uh, he has a lot of great charities involved. He's doing stuff with anti-bullying. So he joined us a little earlier. He's going to join us here in a moment uh, from an interview we taped a couple of hours ago here on Radio Row at Super Bowl 51 so in it, Houston, Texas. What you're going to hear, though, is you're going to hear me fast forward through the, because we were taping slightly ahead of time, and I can't cue it up on this system. So what do you want well, me to do then? So, um, well, we, you know, we're just we're just going to wing it for this particular one. Okay. So hang on just a second. Eventually we'll hear it and see Lee Steinberg as he joined us a little Well, you're going to hear me skipping around for a second. Okay. I like, can you skip? Can you do a scratching thing like the DJs do? Can uh, you scratch? Well, hold on. We're going to, we're, we're, we're. I hear you, baby. The I know Doug continues here on Radio Base. We have to uh, be at the Robin actually chewing off tape on the air. Rolling. All right, here we go. All right, we ready? The nonstop fun continues here on Radio Row, and I haven't been to all 30. Well, I haven't been to the 30th because it's coming up this weekend of the Lee Steinberg Super Bowl parties. I've only been to like 25 of them. But this coming Saturday is one of the events we always have locked in our calendar months before the game. Even We don't even care who plays. 
We have to be at the Lee Steinberg Super Bowl party. How are you, Lee? There's a football game this week? Uh, I don't know. We'll find out by Sunday, I think. I think by Sunday we'll be ready I for mean, it. This has become a convention <laughs> of Americana with big business, politics, sports, entertainment, and somewhere in there there's a football game. Exactly. I think. But, uh, well, it wouldn't be a party without you, Tony. You know, it's uh, uh, we're giving philanthropic uh, humanitarian awards now, so... Uh, Bruce Arians, the Cardinal coach, is getting one, and Rick Smith from Houston, and uh, Clark uh, Hunt from uh, Kansas City, and then the uh, current player, Steve Smith Sr., retired is Warren Moon, and then we're giving Earl Campbell an award just because he's Earl Campbell. Exactly. And he doesn't smoke, but he does put a pinch in between his cheek and gum, which I don't think he probably does anymore anyway, because that's not healthy. Uh, well, I've been with him, so I have no comment. <laughs> Now, Lee, as you mentioned, you've been doing this party forever. I mean, you're a super agent, and the parties have always been fun, and there's always been some sort of charity involved. But this thing has evolved into, into an event. I mean, not just because you bring in the big athletes and give awards, but it's really a philanthropic effort, as you mentioned earlier. So many wonderful people come out, and obviously it's a, it's a big – and you always get great venues. I remember the aquarium. I mean, I can – I'm trying to think of all the great uh, San Diego Zoo. I mean, you've had these everywhere. In every right. city, there's a Super Bowl. You always get a great location. Well, we try to pick an iconic uh, location that is so you're getting the music, food, culture, history, ambience of, of the city itself. But lately, the NFL has been preempting us out of our venues. So um, last year I had City Hall and they preempted us and this year we're thinking about the aquarium again and we're preempted but um, basically the whole point is that sports can be in a remarkable uh, form for role modeling and, and individual athletes can retrace their roots to the high school collegiate professional community uh, which we asked them to do but we can use sports as all-encompassing form. I have an anti-bullying program that we've started that uh, will start uh, having college and pro football players deal with high school players in a way where they can reverse the culture of those of those schools. Um, so it's yeah, it's much more than just socializing. Now, of course. Uh you still represent a lot of NFL up-and-coming guys, and you have a couple of uh, guys who are going to be drafted this year who will be at the party. Who, do you, who are you representing this year? So Patrick Mahomes is a quarterback from Texas Tech who you're going to hear a lot about because he's got a gun for an arm. He has a video circulating where he's on his knees on about the 30-yard line and throws <laughs> it past uh, uh, the midpoint all the way into the other end zone, so he's throwing off his knees 70 yards. He's got mobility. He's very bright. The league needs quarterbacks. He's quarterback-centric, and he will be a franchise quarterback. Beautiful. Now, you got, you have, you've had, I mean, you've always been the, quarter, the quarterback agent. I mean, going back to Steve Young and before that, I mean, who was the first quarterback that you actually signed back in the day? Well, it was 1975 when you and I were both uh, flourishing, but uh, we shared the earth with woolly mammoths and, uh, <laughs> and mastodons. <laughs> and uh, it was Steve Bartkowski who was the first pick in the first round of the draft. And Speaking of the Atlanta Falcon greats, right, in, in Atlanta? And, with and the, in, the we, Super Bowl. in the Hall of Fame, we have Warren Moon, Steve Young, Troy Aikman, and a slew of quarterbacks in addition. 
Last year you had Paxton Lynch. Paxton Lynch. And uh, and you had you had two quarterbacks last year, did you not? Or well, was we it had one? One. This year we have three. Cooper Rush from um, from Central Michigan, very heady quarterback, and Dane Evans from uh, Tulsa, who's who's a good uh, uh, quarterback, very prolific. Um, we have an offensive tackle from SC named uh, Chad Wheeler, who's monstrously big and four-year starter, uh, linebacker who's very productive from UCLA, Jayon Brown. So it's a well-rounded draft class. Yeah, it's not just quarterbacks. I mean, you represent other players who will no, play in the NFL. You, as you know, the focus is here. Just as in this game, depending if it's Tom Brady or Matt Ryan, it sets the stage for years of endorsements to come. If you think about it, Tony, it was 93, 94, those times that Steve Young and Troy Aikman won Super Bowls. They're still doing endorsements 20 years later. Exactly. Well, Lee, uh, so I know that people can buy tickets, but, it, you know, so is, is it too late to buy a ticket if the uh, audience out there is listening and wants to come to your party? And so they can see me and you together in the flesh and Warren Moon and all these other greats? Well, I think we'll have a live auction for you. Okay. Uh, you know, like five minutes with Tony Bruton. <laughs> sure, um, uh, or, you know, whatever experience. Actually, um, ha having a rim shot from Tony Bruno. There you go. There it oh is. Oh, my God. I did this it. I loaded that just for you, Lee. week is complete. <laughs> uh, Let me give you another one just for good measure. You. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, honors, awards mean nothing. I've just had a rim shot. All right. Last thing. Is there a website people can go to, uh, to register or participate or be a donor or anything you need to help the organization, as well, we like to say. you can go to at, at Lee Steinberg, uh, Project Hear Us, H-E-A-R, and then uh, uh, capital U-S, is for the anti-bullying. Uh, and as for the party, it's sort of invitation only. Yeah. Well, sorry, folks. But I will be reporting for you so that you can see, Absolutely. feel, touch what happens at the Lee Steinberg 30th Super Bowl party this Saturday. It's always a great event, and it's always perfect for Saturday afternoon. Okay. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for joining it's us. Great to see us. And, you know, the people who are out there, Tony will be your representative. Yes. He'll make the Super Bowl great again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you got it. You know him so well. <laughs> Let me give you a pair of these. Uh, you see these things I'm wearing, these thin optics. They're in Palo Alto. You know, put this on your phone. If you need reading glasses, like in the dark, you know, like I do, and you always forget them. Yeah. One of our sponsors. They're in Palo Alto. They're and, fantastic. Uh, you just put this on the back of your phone, so when you're in like in a hotel, in a restaurant, so you don't you need, have to borrow, you know, some woman's like with I little rice. Robin, where's on? my glasses? And then I say, oh, I have them right here. And then I can read the menu, and then I can sign the check. The last menu, I could. I can't see anything that's small anymore. <laughs> so this is one, and this is one you put on your phone. Wow. And you do this, look, and they pop out. I love it. That's such a great idea. <laughs> so I'll give, there's Lee Steinberg earlier, and uh, we gave him a pair of thin optics, and he, now he's going to carry it around. We're trying to help the world see better. We're making we're, Radio we're Row to, great again. We're trying to help them see better, <laughs> sleep better, look better. Well, I, I look, I mean, I can wear anything. See, I'm one of those people, no matter what I wear, people say, who are you wearing today? I'm wearing thin optics today. You know what I'm saying? And and so so sleeping better, looking better with Joy Joy watches. Yep. Um, um, uh, seeing better, sleeping better with so sleeping better with a chiromatic, 
looking better or seeing better with the, the thin optics, mm -hmm. and then going to games better with GameTime.co, the best app out there. Absolutely. For reselling and buying last-minute tickets. If you need tickets, and not just for the Super Bowl, for no, anything, no, anything. It's, concerts, it's, sporting events, Sixer games, Rocket games, wherever you are in the country. We told you about this last year at the Super Bowl when we had Sean Pate, who's coming down. Well, he'll be with us. Because they just started it back then, one and, year ago, yeah. And and now they they have perfected it, man. You go, it's, it's such a simple. Just download the app. Game go to, time app. Go to you go to the App Store, right? Yep. Go to the App Store or um, Google Play store and you can download it um, under game time app and it will allow you to purchase tickets sell tickets last minute last minute and it's a textable ticket you know when you try to buy tickets from somebody and then they got to send it to you and oh, you have these to try are to textable meet up with them. so you could be in the parking lot yep. of a game before it starts you go to the app and you can see which tickets are still available, and now last minute, so you're going to have a good advantage of getting a ticket right. that somebody's trying to unload at the last minute. And not only do you know where the ticket is, you can punch on there and see what it looks like from the seat you're going to sit in. You know, I mean, unlike, like, scalpers that are always hanging yeah, out. Yeah, I got a couple event, good ones here, yeah. And you don't know if they're real. You don't know if they're taking you. They, they say that it's a good seat, but then you actually end up getting there, and it's a really crappy seat with, like, a pillar in front of your face. Yes. And you can't see anything. No. These seats are guaranteed. They are authenticated, and when you purchase it, you can see exactly where the seat is. You can say, yeah, you know what? I can see the stage perfectly, I, or the field, or whatever it yeah. is that you're and going it's, to Yeah, and it's do. remarkable, because last year, and when we, we tested it last year in San Francisco at the Super Bowl, and I'm like, yeah, look, let me see. Let's go to a Sixer game, and you go, and you, you look for Sixer tickets, Flyers tickets, whatever you, wherever, wherever you are. It doesn't matter where the sport is or what the team is, and you, and you see the tickets are available. And then you punch on that section, and it's not just a drawing. No. They actually had somebody go Actual into every photograph. seat in every facility and take a picture from there at the scene. Yep. So you can see the stage. You can see the floor. You can see the, the, the ice. You can see the basketball court. That's how you want to buy tickets. Not, and you can get them live, last minute. Textable you, tickets at GameTime.com. Co. I mean, Game I guess it doesn't even have to be last minute, though. No, you know? no, but it's it's also that's yes. that's one of the advantages because a lot of people have tickets last minute, right? And they're like, oh, I want to get rid of these, so you have to stand or outside. You know, like, like if you had had a, let's just say, for example, you'd had tickets for last Saturday, you would not have been able to go because you were in the hospital. Exactly. You, if you had had tickets to some really great game or concert, you could have gone in on your phone in the emergency room and you could have offered them up for sale. And so somebody buys them and I just text them the tickets and boom, yep. they go into the game from the parking lot, not having to worry about all the other nonsense. Oh. I'm telling you folks, it doesn't cost you anything to download it. Check it out. People are always looking for ways to buy tickets. This is the best way. GameTime.co. Download the app. You will not be disappointed. Just go in there and test it. You don't even have to buy a ticket. Go pick out your favorite concert. Go pick out your favorite sporting event and look and see the tickets that are available. And you'll say, dude, dude. perfect. <laughs> not to be confused with dude perfect uh, from uh, YouTube. The now, guys are you know, uh, okay, so question for you. Why would it be dude perfect rather than perfect dudes? Because I that's a little, that's, that. uh, yeah, that's a good question. We, I see, I'm, I'm losing my journalistic integrity now. 
I, I should have asked them that. You should have, Robin. That's a bad job. Because they are many dudes. There's five dudes. They're five guys who went to school together. So it should have been perfect dudes rather than... No, you know why? It's like, dude, perfect. You get it? Oh. Like they make a shot from like in the upper deck of a football stadium and it goes into the net. Yes. And yes. the guy says, dude. Perfect. Perfect. Like, now I get it. Now I do. Yeah, perfect. You know what? They need to have like a little way of writing that so that that's how it, like, dude. Like it should be like D U U U D E. Dude. And then perfect. Then it would make sense. Can't find my bong hit in here now. I am loading the new soundboard, though, that you got me right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you are going to be so excited because Tony Bruno, the soundboard is almost, almost back up and running completely. We got all the themes in here now. For example, you want to hear the old NBC, uh, the most famous NBA theme song. The John Tesh version, yes. Because he wrote this and performs it, actually, in concert. And then, of course, you have the uh, current one, which is the TNT one, which is a great... You know, all these NBA theme songs are great. Actually, NBA and football. Yeah, because they, they, they use full orchestras. You know, they don't, go, they don't chintz on these things. Listen to this one, man. This is great. Then, of course, you got the uh, NBA on ESPN theme song, too. So I got everything now. If you have a request for one of your favorite theme songs, you can text us or tweet us at Tony Bruno Show. Live tweeting at Tony Bruno Show. That's where I miss Luigi you know, checking on the Twitter and because no, don't know, don't say that out loud because he will never let you forget that. I know. And we wanted to take Luigi, but we did this so last minute. It wasn't even that. It was many things. He should be here by all. Plus, rights. he couldn't take off nine days' work. That was the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, taking off nine days of work is difficult. So until, until this is a full-time gig. Exactly. And, you know, we have response from somebody who said, why is Luigi there? And I said, he'd have to be here for nine days. Who does that? Who has time? Only people who are unemployed. And we don't want to take any unemployed people. We got enough of those around here. Meanwhile, see what else happened today. Didn't miss anything? No, of course, uh, the commissioner spoke today for a couple of hours. So Howard Eskin asked a question, too, about the, uh, the Dak Prescott investigation on stuff that he did in the past. And he said, right. hey, he's going to look into it. Somebody asked him about uh, celebrations in the end zone. Somebody wanted to know if uh, one of the silliest questions of the day. And I always like the silly questions because you see how the, reaction, how the commissioner reacts to them. Uh-huh. But for the most part, you know, it was all about, the Patriots, and you hate the Patriots, and Deflate Gate, and the stuff that we knew was going to come up. Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, said yesterday that, yes, he and Commissioner Goodell still get along, but the relationship will never be the same. But the commissioner insisted again that the investigation into the whole Deflate Gate thing a couple of years ago was done thoroughly and was not done with malice and not trying to punish the Patriots, per se, without, without any evidence. So that's the latest on that. If Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl, he goes down as the all-time greatest, without a doubt. Plus, he also gets the trophy handed to him by Roger Goodell, who said he would not have any awkward feelings handing another trophy to Tom Brady. Now, we, we've been sort of in a bubble here, Tony, because of the Super Bowl, and, and we've been balls to the walls the entire time. So, um, Can a I, woman be balls to the wall, by the way? Sure. All right, just checking. 
Absolutely. They're, they're not my balls, but <laughs> they're definitely up against the wall. <laughs> so, so this is, of course, where everybody should be getting their news from. I've gone to Twitter. Right, well, you're talking about the Beyonce is going to have twins? Um, is this breaking news? No, she, she's expecting, she's expecting twi- again. Yeah, twins. Okay, well, how did you know that? And because I, I am, I am. You have apparently been on Twitter, and I have. Not. I don't miss anything, Robin. That's my job. I'm a journalist. I am a journalist. Uh, let's see. Uh, in the wrestling news, that Seth Rollins's injury is putting WrestleMania in jeopardy. Oh now. no! After the Royal yep. Rumble success. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Tamron Hall is departing from NBC News. That's news. It is. It's news to me. Um, apparently it's news that Barack Obama, former President Barack Obama, is vacationing with his hat on backwards. How is that news? I, I don't, I'm, I'm t- just telling you. I thought he would go sideways a little bit. You know, you got to yeah. mix it up. The hat on back, completely backwards, is so like 2009. Now, um, the press secretary, White House press secretary, new White House press secretary, Sean Spicer, yep. has taken his first ever Skype question during a press briefing oh, today. Oh, dude. Now, I actually think that's kind of cool. I, I think it's great, too, I think because it's great. the same tainted local media in the D.C. Beltway area, you know, they, it's good to have different voices heard. And, and It's like here. I mean, you got bloggers, people who would never be allowed to a Super Bowl. Now we're getting access to cover it. It's new media. And there's people all over the country who want to ask questions of the president or the president's that, that press secretary. Just like in our situation where right now we are in a little bit of a bubble, I think that the media that is in D.C. is in a bubble. And They're I in think, the biggest bubble on earth. Are you kidding me? But what At least we have, we have access to stuff yes, here. Yes, but what my point is is that you, when, when you live in a bubble like that where it's only a certain thing, you don't have other opinions. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like you, you live in whatever, you know, you breathe the air, you, you drink whatever. I think the President Obama, with his hat on backwards, had response to all of this today when he said, <laughs> So spare me the phony outrage. Exactly right. <laughs> so my point being is I think it's great that they will have um, questions and input from other reporters throughout the United States. Well, this, you know, the, the questions that need to be answered are obvious or asked, need to be asked the answers are what people complain about. Most reporters who have any decorum or journalism background, or even if you just are half awake, will know what questions to ask at a news conference. Roger Goodell got peppered with questions today. That's what the job is. You don't have to go to journalism school or have a degree to ask pertinent questions. You just have to be aware of what the hell's going on. It's the answers that people don't like. Right. Well, there is a question that we are hoping to get answered that is also in the news today. Is this breaking news? This is breaking news. And this person that we were we are going to have on the show in about 20 minutes or so... Will, will give us the able, answer? He will be able to give us the answer. There is a study, a NASA, which uh-huh. is located right here, headquartered, um, twin the, a study that suggests that people age slower in space. Dude. And you know how they did this? They sent people up there for a long time? No, there was a <laughs> set of twins. So Scott, astronaut Scott K- Kelly spent 11 months in space right. while his identical twin, Mark, stayed on Earth. And through this study... How long was uh, the one brother in space? How long was he up there? Um, 11 months. Uh, so almost a year almost in space. Almost a year. And in that year that he was up there, his brother was on Earth. What town? 
may have to do with where he lived too. Uh, you know, it could okay, be environment. It could be water. It could right, be right. That's, uh, well, that's true, true, true. But, pollution. But they, oh gosh, look at all the scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Um, the first results of the NASA's twin studies are out, and it. <laughs> Did they go to Twin Peaks to do this study by any chance? Uh, Hold on, I'm opening up. It's Boy, the, Rob, the actual story of my jokes when I'm here. Twin Peaks. I, I'm, I'm gonna have to give myself a rim shot for that one. Thank you. <clears throat> so I'll be here all week. By glimpse. The way. It, this is this is to find out what it would be like to have to go to Mars. The effects on a human body. Right. And um, the first results are out, and it shows that um, the the environment allows the person going into space not to age as fast that your genes and your cell functions and all of that slows down slows down dude people do that every day by smoking weed don't that doesn't everything slow down when you're high very very interesting though high so instead night. of getting a facelift you can just take a trip to mars dude but it's expensive you go elon musk's way though you want to go nasa's way exactly <laughs> So former astronaut Clay Anderson is going to join us yes. here in a few minutes. What else we got going on? So tonight, no part. We have no parties tonight. I, I'm, I'm actually gonna, okay with that. I'm, I'm okay little, with I'm, that I'm too. A little, I'm a little tired. Um, I may have to crash and burn tonight. I may have to crash really, really hard. Maybe I, I'll just go and have some shrimps. I got. We I haven't got, even turned the TV on. No. In our apartment. Nothing. We haven't turned it on. I don't even know if it works. I have no. I don't idea. even know if it's hooked up. Because we're in a corporate apartment, which is really nice. Yeah, it is. You know, with these Airbnbs, it's great because you can, you know, you, you, hotel rooms are okay. You know, this one, this has a washer and dryer. You can wash your clothes. It's got a whole kitchen. Make your own coffee in the morning when you wake up. Because I got to have a coffee pot when I wake up. And you got no time to be running out to Wawa and 7-Eleven. No, no you, you get grumpy. You get really, like, desperately, like, like you're fiending if you don't get your coffee. Yeah, but I'm not an addict. I don't like, I don't. I could function without caffeine, but it's just a, it's just a habit. You know, some people get up and they smoke a cigarette. I get up and I make the coffee. I have a cup, and that's it. I don't have coffee the rest of the day. I'm not an addict. At least not on nicotine, not on uh, ca caffeine or nicotine, thankfully. Well, no, I think that if you if you cannot go without coffee in the morning, that means that you are an, a caffeine. I can go without. If there's no coffee available, I don't just die and say I can't go to work. Well, but you complain about yes. it, and you are not happy about it, and you say that you can't function, and that you no. Don't but think if you're correctly. in a place where there's no coffee pot, you just go to the store or you go to a place and get coffee. But if you rent a place that has a coffee pot, then you know you're going to have coffee. That's why the last time we went to Tampa, I said, "Is the place going to have a coffee pot?" Uh, yeah. And then we went there, and there wasn't. Yes, there was. Yeah, but there was no coffee. There were actually two coffee pots, but the gentleman who rented out the Airbnb had been sick, and so he did not have a chance to okay. stock. Okay, and I don't care. I'll buy my own coffee. I just want to know if I have to bring some, buy some before I go there, and then have to worry about not having coffee in the morning. That's all. Uh, that's, not, that's not being a diva. I have one simple request. A damn cup of coffee in the morning. That's it. I don't ask for anything else. I don't ask for breakfast in bed. I don't ask for a croissant. I don't ask for uh, a, uh, what else? Um, bacon and eggs. Well, you Poached you, eggs. You never turn down bacon. No. Who does? E meanwhile, we'll be back tomorrow, of course, with more exciting action here from Radio Row. 
You know what we should do, Tony? What should we do? We should actually tape the astronaut and play him tomorrow. Okay. Because that way we're not having people just hang on until he gets here. Um, he might be a little bit late. I just got a text. Are we running over now? Or how are well, we? we're way over. We're way over. How are we way over? We've done like three hours. No, we haven't. Yeah, we did. What time did we go on? Didn't we go on at 2? It's only 4.08 here. Oh, it's 4.08. So we did two hours. <laughs> Why? Are you complaining? What are you <laughs> no. ready? I'm ready to go all night here. I am. I, we, we could go live again, but we should at least take a break so that we can have a potty break. Yeah, I got because, it. And the potty's pretty far away. This, you got to walk down to Waco or up to Waco this, to get to the bathroom. This convention center is probably convention. Convention is probably one of the biggest convention center that I've ever been to. And the bathrooms, you would think that they would have bathrooms in each location, but no, we have to go all the way down the hall to go to the bathroom. Complaining again, Robin? Not necessarily, because I don't mind walking. It's just very difficult to do. When you are doing a live show. By the way, we get our steps in. I have one on my phone, an app where you know it tells yeah. you how many if you reached your maximum. I've, I've been blowing that away by <laughs> noon. That's and I love the walk around, and everything's close here. And it's just a great city for a Super Bowl. I hope Houston remains in the mix because they do it right here. They really do. And I, I don't say this every year. You know, every city tries. Some city like Atlanta had a problem because of the ice. It's not their fault. They're going to get another Super Bowl because they're building a new stadium, so they'll be back in the mix. Uh, Minnesota is going to be next year. It's going to be cold, and people will be bitching and things of that nature. But it's going to be – it's always fun, you know, because it's the biggest event in the country, and we have to be here. In the meantime, I'm going to go uh, expectorate, do a nasal flush. Oh, that sounds exciting. A sinus flush. We're going to walk around schmooze, kiss babies, slap backs, and then uh, we'll play some of the other stuff. Uh, Steve Palazzolo – from Pro Football Focus, we'll talk some Senior Bowl. Who stood out God, he's last so week? Smart. He is. A, he's an Italian guy. From he's a Sicilian. What do you expect? Ryan Leaf. We'll play that. Our conversation with Ryan Leaf, and uh, who else we got? And a whole bunch of other people. It's just nonstop here. Ooh, you know who's going to come on maybe tomorrow? Who? Jamie Dukes. I love Jamie Dukes. He's great. All of our friends are here. All my rowdy friends are here on Super Bowl Radio Row. In the meantime, be careful out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive, ladies and gentlemen. And most importantly, God bless America. It's a beautiful country, and it always will be. And don't forget to tip your waiters and waitresses on your way out, and we'll see you at the next Super Bowl party right here in Houston, Texas. Hello. Thanks for listening to The Tony Bruno Show. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Download new episodes every Thursday. Come back soon. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance. Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance have come together to create a better one-stop shop for agents and policyholders, encircling you with coverage at every step in life's journey. We are now in Cova Insurance.